0: Talked about that. You guys talked about that. Yes, we did. Yeah. That was last week's but we didn't right. talk about Japanese video games. We didn't. Well I'm I sure we I, did, I don't know actually.
1: We have a lot more we can talk about. Yeah.
0: Um I
2: don't know. I'm I'm awkwardly trying to get to the point where we played video games together as a group on the internet, uh, for the Sega Saturn. Yeah, the Japanese I, Sega Saturn. I've I had never played a Sega Saturn up until yesterday. I'm assuming John have has one, so yeah. he's well versed in that. I, I uh, played the
0: North American one back when it was newish. Still,
2: okay. Uh, primarily for what? Like fighting games, or what was it? What
1: was it? Kind of. Uh, my
0: cousin had a bunch of fighting games: Daytona USA and uh, Myst. Well,
1: clearly you had a ton of dating Sims because that's what we have, right? Oh yeah, yeah that,
0: that's all
2: we played yesterday. Okay. And <laughs> weird ports of stuff, but in Japanese. So it's like, hey, SimCity 2000. Why not? Let's check that out here and bulldoze everything. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know what, what we should really get into here, because, I mean, it's all
1: archived online for people to check out if they want to see it, but uh,
2: highlights, maybe? Like, what did you... Well, if
1: people are... If people don't know about it, I don't know how they wouldn't have known about it, because we were shouting it everywhere, but if people don't know about the stream, you can go to John's Twitch TV account, and it's on his uh, past broadcasts. Yeah. yeah. Or just go to the Facebook group, I post it there as well, and you can Yeah.
2: It. it was many hours long. Um, Magic Carpet. That because was your highlight? I don't know. That was that was one I played a good chunk of, um, like well, I was the one controlling it for quite a bit of that. Um, yeah, it was interesting. I don't know. I'm not really sure. I like that puzzle game. I still like that puzzle one because I did good. What the po-yo like Pop that. one? Yeah, just Poyo Pop clones with anime girls. Why? I, I, I got in really home. into that
0: Uno DX anime game. That was pretty funny. So, were you kind of disappointed we had to shut that down a little so bit? I like, I'm playing the story now. I have to. I just
3: <coughs>
2: won. but at the I'm same time, I knew
0: it was going to take forever because like. You just got hit with a pick-up six. So. Yeah, and I wasn't sure, but like I got yeah, like challenged by accident. Somehow. And I don't understand how the challenging works. I right. think
2: what I like most about that one is just, like, that's a card game I'm familiar with, so it's not like they had to make up some fake card game for this show-slash-game thing. They just were like, hey, in this world, Uno is important, and people have to play it so to, like, settle disputes and whatever in, like, a high school in Japan. So unlike Yu-Gi-Oh! or something where they make up a thing, it's just a thing that pre-exists it. I'm trying I'm to sure. think of other... Like, it's like, is there, like, a chess battling game, like, show or something?
0: Uh, you mean the Go, that game? Is that No, a show, he means, like, show? is there, like, the equivalent like, of
2: this UNO DX, but for chess? Or people playing oh. Monopoly or something. Well, I know, like, in the Chinese disputes.
0: game Go, there's, like, Hikaru no Go. That has an anime. Okay.
2: Like, Sudoku. I champion. like both of those. Something. But, all right those... Yeah, I don't know. It was fun times. I will say, like, the heat got crazy for me. I think John's feeling the effects of that right
0: yeah, now. Yeah, I'm i super dizzy right now, and I don't know why.
2: Yeah, Sean was able to weather that. Maybe it's just the weather in Japan prepared you for humid space. I've been back for, like, two weeks. Yeah, I don't know. I'm 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 just coming up with theories. Maybe... Do, do you jog a lot? You're, you're more fit? Ready? Yes. Okay. Yes, he says. Anyway, just confidence. Highlights? Like, yes. I think
1: Magic Carpet was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um... And oh, I'm trying to I, that Uno one was pretty good too. Tomb oh, like, Raiders. What about Tomb, Tomb Raiders? Well, no,
0: nothing really funny happened in Tomb Raiders besides constant backflipping. Yeah, and it's just it's just Tomb Raider. It's the first one. I, and I that last one, John's game like.
1: was interesting. Yeah, Actually, yeah just, I wish like, I more of game. that We should play that again, maybe on the next one. We well, I'll just say we have a ton more games to go through. Okay. Like I was putting some away. I don't think we hit half. So we're at like part two, maybe part three? Maybe sure. yeah.
0: Okay. I'm I'm yeah. hoping to see if you have volume two of that dating sim you ended up playing. Uh I I don't know off the top of my head, but I I'm
1: still I like to keep some stuff a secret. You've you've seen too much. Sorry. So Oh by glancing behind you?
0: I glanced be- I glanced because we were like getting ready to pack up and I saw like four or five games I immediately recognized as good. I'm like, ah, damn it, why didn't we play any of these? <laughs> well teaser for next time. Don't don't reveal anything. Alright. V-
2: video games were played at the stream. And that's also what we're into the rest of the time on the top down perspective? I, I don't know. That's hey. <laughs> it's, 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 not the it's not bad. It's th- not bad. I thought it was kinda bad, but whatever. It's June seventh. Uh just before E three. Technically stuff kicks off. Well, technically stuff may have kicked off t- yesterday if yeah. Konami's to be believed. But whatever. Um, we'll we'll get into all that and stuff. But hey, it's top down perspective. I'm Nathan. I'm joined by John, yo, and Sean. Yep. And uh what what stuff have you guys been playing? I'm going to start with Sean because I'm actually curious about one of them specifically.
1: Which so one are you curious about specifically? 999. Nine, nine. All right, I finished 999. Nine, nine. All like, like all, all of it all multiple six times. six endings or just all three. I f- I went three endings and you only need two endings to like beat that game. And
0: I like how you have to beat it multiple times to actually get the ending.
1: Yes, you have to. You have to, cause, and I can't really say why without spoiling like the big thing. Okay. But the idea of playing through it twice is is so key. Like just the concept of playing the game twice is so key to like the story they're telling.
2: I guess I kind of want to know why, but I also want to play it. So I'll no, just...
1: you, i No, like, you. Honestly, if I if I tell you the big thing, then like y- the mystery's gone. I also okay. don't
0: want to hear it at all because I've been, I played it earlier right okay and you
1: should start over probably should Yep. You definitely start over
2: so like what's what's the ongoing saga of this
0: called like isn't there sequels and stuff now the yeah. second
1: one is called zero escape virtuals virtues last reward and apparently okay. like
0: uh the re-release of 999 got renamed to like uh zero escape 999 okay apparently so like so th- the series is now like zero escape Now that is a franchise because this one was successful. And uh, that
1: game actually just got ported in Japan to iOS.
0: Oh, 999 999 or virtual? 999
1: did, yeah. Okay. So uh, theoretically that'll be coming here at some point. That would be really cool. So for people who don't have a DS or, you know, can't find this game, you can probably get it for significantly cheaper.
2: Does it do cool stuff that's unique to the DS, or is it just kind of like flip this around or, you know, close it to do something? I'll say yes. Blow in it. I'll say yes. Okay. So maybe that version's superior, but who knows. Resolution, though, iOS. Right. What do you think? Um,
1: and just kind of like, you know, better touch screen and all that. Right. Better but, screen in general. So
2: can you get into anything about... Did you like the puzzles, I guess? Because I've heard, like, the narrative is cool, but some of the puzzle design is kind of lame. Is that... I was I, that... I
1: was okay with the puzzles, um... There's a, and from the narrative, the only thing I can, like, I, it's hard to say what I liked about it, because I don't want to spoil things. Mm-hmm. One thing I can say I didn't like about it is, it like, it's slow, the pacing can be quite slow, where, you, like, me, myself, has, like, figured out the next thing. Okay, but but your I need characters. the characters to kind of, like, talk about it till they figure it out. Oh, okay. Or, because I'm going through it a second time, it's like, okay, guys, don't worry. I know what's behind the door. Stop talking about being scared going behind the door. But because it's new dialogue, I have to, you know, thumb through it. Mm, okay. Stuff like that. Is um, it voice they do,
2: acted, or are you just kind of clicking through text boxes?
1: You're just clicking through text boxes. Um, okay. But when you do pl- play it the second, you know, the third, whatever time, you can hold down right. On, on the D-pad, and it'll s- skip quickly through all the dialogue you have seen, and it'll okay. just stop you, uh, doing that once it gets to something new, and then you'll have to read through it again, which is well, that's nice. neat. Yeah, yeah, that's
2: good of them to prepare you so for... So it's definitely, once you
1: finish it once, and you're starting to, like, branch out and do d- uh, different directions and stuff, it definitely s- snowballs in how short each... S- s- or, like, so each playthrough, 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 gets playthrough gets shorter, becomes. basically. Like, they get shorter and shorter.
2: Are there more secrets to be revealed if you play it four, five, and six times? or no, there, Yeah, really? there
1: probably is, but...
2: The big I, secret but, but is... Well, okay,
1: well, th- I, you know what? I almost want to say no. I okay. almost want to say they may have revealed stuff like in a different order than I had learned it myself. But one thing that I kept thinking of when I was playing through it is this is really reminding me of Ghost Trick in the way that it wrapped up like everything. Oh, okay. Like, Everything it had ever mentioned, that even questions I had forgotten, it went back and wrapped them up and just like put a perfect little bow at the end. And of it felt like totally, like, oh,
2: that's so cool how they, yeah, you know, right? pulled and, me in. and, and this and, kept okay. doing it.
1: And this thing like, arguably asks way more questions than Ghost Trick did. It. Okay. So. When they were answering so many things, and just even, like, small things of, like, wait, why was that guy, like, on the left instead of the right? Stuff like that. They they address everything. It's really well thought out. I will say, like, you have to suspend disbelief for some of the justifications. Okay. But, you know, whatever, video games, I guess. Okay. Um, yeah, or or maybe know, just wanna... anime,
2: like, or something? Sure, like just, just weird, anime, yeah, that works. Extreme logic or whatever, okay. Um, no, it's cool, I've definitely been thinking about it for a while. Like, how long ago did this come out? I feel like I've been hearing chatter about this game.
1: 999 nine, nine, I think came out in years? 07. 07?
2: Oh, seven? Yeah, was like nine, 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 nine is pretty old. Okay, I think it's a l- it, little more recent than that, but it's definitely multiple years old. which is kind It of was weird. a while
1: ago, and uh, uh, Z- Ver- Z- Virtue's Last Reward came out last year. Right, it's which kind that's of also a on PlayStation hit. Plus. I think next week.
0: Right. So oh, no, uh, we, we got it, it in 2010. It was okay. 2010? Yep. So 2010. Yeah. So translated for us, for, and oh, okay. uh, the end of 2009 for Japan, like December. Okay. Huh.
2: I was okay. But still, that's like a couple years ago. So yeah. But, but hey, I, worth I going really back enjoyed ahead.
1: it. I was I was almost thinking of not doing Virtue's Last Reward just because I understand that one's like four times as long.
3: Mm.
2: But now
1: that I'm getting it for free from PlayStation Plus, I'll I'll probably go right into it while things are still fresh in my head.
2: Okay, it's not like I'm a little burned out on this gameplay right now, it's just jump right in, keep it keep it rolling.
1: Yeah, I guess so. We'll see. Okay. Things are stuff is starting to come out though, so I'm I'm losing time.
2: Okay. Uh what other DS wonders have you been tapping into? Uh, uh
1: so again, Japanese. Um yeah. played some Owen one. Uh cool. not a ton of it. Um, yeah, I,
2: I have that game. I didn't play much of it either, but it's oh no, I want to
1: play more. It was just every time I played, I was like, oh, I could just you know keep playing Nine 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 because things are getting crazy.
2: Oh okay. Um, okay. so
1: like that's kind of the next thing I'm playing until Animal Crossing comes out in a few days. Mm-hmm. Uh, I you know I love Elite Beat Agents. I think I played like everything in every difficulty in Elite Beat Agents. Um, this one seems shorter. There's only like fifteen levels. Uh, do you guys know how many levels were in Illypeed Agents?
0: I don't think it was that. Off the top like, of my head, I don't want to say it was about the same. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like, number
2: of songs? Yeah, something like that. It wasn't okay. too huh. much longer For some than reason, that.
1: that just seems small to me. Anyway, I'm just playing through on Easy, just because, just kind of getting back into it. Not that yeah. Easy's hard in any way. I just wanted to start at the bottom and work my way up. Mm-hmm. Um, And I have, like, a translator from, like, GameFAQs that is telling me kind of what is going on in each stage. Does that so, help
2: yeah. or hinder because like the goofiness of it seemed to be enhanced by not really understanding what was going on. like it's
1: like I, I, I preferred it. I kind of wanted to know like, oh, they're playing dodgeball, but they're also in love. okay, I get it. Oh, okay. so Or this guy's um, stressing
2: out, he needs to study. I think yeah, that's one exactly
1: that is that first one and stuff. yeah um, so yeah, that's if anyone's played Leaping agents, it's basically the same thing. Um, well, I'm it came first so yeah, and then and I have Owen Don too, so I'll play that as well later on.
2: And you're just like cheerleaders helping people out with their problems, essentially.
1: Yeah, male like agents. Yeah. You're you're Owen Don. What
2: what does that mean?
1: I don't know, but that's who they call for. Is they call for Owen Don, Don, whereas in elite agents they call for agents.
2: Yeah. So. But yeah, dudes show up and help you out by dancing around. It's it's kind of great. But okay. And last, so I just played a bit then. of
1: this today. Actually, I played about like 45 minutes of it. Proteus.
2: Oh, so you finished it. No, I'm just joking. You could have in theory, but... Okay.
1: Yeah. I kind of don't really know what I'm doing in it. Yeah. I know there's a part where the season changes. Yep. And then once it was changing for, like, the third time to what I assumed was winter, the game crashed.
2: Oh, that's unfortunate.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and then I was back, like, in spring. So I was like, okay, so I guess I'll play through that again. And then I got back up to, uh, I guess, winter or whatever it would be. And then I was like, okay, I need to, like, I need to stop and go and do stuff. So I did, like, the eyes closed thing. Mm-hmm. And then I don't think it, like, saved or whatever. I don't really know how the saving functionality works. I don't works, think it but... saves.
2: It's just, hey, all right, you're done.
1: But there's a the postcard stuff that brings you back.
2: Postcards?
1: Yeah, underneath the menu.
2: Oh, okay. I, I guess. I just, I don't know. I, I've i only really done like a few sessions of it, but I went through the main thing that happened, so I felt like I Okay, so I guess it. I
1: haven't gone through fully the main thing, so I'll yeah. still do that. Was uh, this that the... That game's just kind of weird.
2: The bundle? The Humble Bundle?
1: Yeah, Humble Bundle 8. Okay. Yeah, so that's how I grabbed that.
2: Are you feeling it, though? Like, kind of just the musical Islands weirdness?
1: Yeah, it's kind of cool. I don't know how much longer I could play it for. But, yeah. Um... But yeah, it's it like it's it's kinda interesting. I I think I wish there was more I could do in it, but the music's like, cool.
2: Can you jump? I can try to remember no. if you could Yeah, you just walk. You literally you can just walk, walk and
1: around. look around and you can close your eyes which stops which turns the game off.
2: Yep. Yeah. Let's go to sleep on the Dream Island. But
1: yeah. We we
2: did talk to the guy who made it, but that I don't think that interview's gone up yet. It was really long, so Paul was kinda editing it. But um I don't know. Stay oh, to, response. Yeah, stay tuned to the indie talk like section of that if you want to hear about that more whenever that comes out. But um, yeah, I don't know. It was an interesting thing. I I kind of felt it was more like a weird interactive musical like album or something as opposed to like a conventional. But you hitting.
1: don't really interact as so much as just go close to things. Yeah, it's like noise. a weird
2: virtual walk like through a digital park or something. You know, it's it's weird. Not like it I definitely prefer, stretches yeah, I think I some people's definition for my
1: weird digital walks.
2: Well, it's, it has more like explicit narrative in it. Um, I was more impre- I was really impressed with like one thing that happens in that game, but it's kind of the thing that happens, so I don't really want to tell you how to do it or sure, where it yeah. is. So yeah, but okay, Proteus.
1: And that's all I've been playing.
2: Okay, uh, John. Other than the Saturn. Business yesterday. Uh, did you play much this week? Or
0: not really? I did a live stream a couple of days ago. Before that live stream, mm-hmm. and I played through Turtles in Time in full.
2: I don't think I've ever beaten it. Really? really? Yeah. Like as a kid, I would get pretty far and then just pause my Super Nintendo or something. Like I don't, I don't know.
0: It's I know not it's that a short... long. I beat it in about half an hour or less. I know.
2: I know. I'm just maybe bad at it. I maybe mean, I'm just no good at punching stuff. I'm not sure, but. Or I have it. I guess maybe I should do that. Do you have any pro tips for ba- people who are bad at beating up stuff?
0: Um, if you want to make it a little bit easier on yourself, I guess play as either Leo or Donnie because they have better range. Okay. Uh, everyone has about the same attack strength. Uh, you need to beat it on hard to get the best ending, but you can also up the amount of lives you start with for like to like 9. Okay. Or at least 7, somewhere in there. Hmm. Um. Bosses aren't too bad, they're easily predictable. Once you just realize that every time you hit a boss, you can probably hit it maybe three or four times, and if it bounces back, then jump out of the way. Okay. Uh, if so you want to go every 200 points, you get a one-up. And you get one point for doing a normal kill, two points for a slam kill, and three points for a screen throw kill. So try so, to do screen throws? Yeah, and there's an easy way to screen throw. If you dash into someone, do a shoulder check, which is just attack while running, and... uh then immediately get close to them and attack, you will throw them. Like, it's a 99% guarantee. Okay.
1: I like that 1989 one.
0: Turtle well, game? The original arcade game? Yeah. I think That's not jam. That's the thing that bums me out about Turtles in Time, is that the best version of Turtles in Time is the SNES one, because mm-hmm. it's got extra levels and it just flows better. But it's only two-player, while the original one and ReShell are both four players. Yeah.
1: Nathan, don't you love ReSheld?
0: No,
2: I I was really bummed out by that summer of arcade thing for multiple reasons. Primarily, we in Canada we didn't get the rebate, which is the only reason I bought it. Because <laughs> I was like, oh whatever, it's basically free. Because I've bought all these other games, so I'll just buy this one too. And it's just like, no, that's not for that's not for you. It's like, are you telling me I just spent money on this? Oh, it was, yeah, that was a terrible Yeah, dump. that was before
0: they started actually doing the rebates up here. Because they started yep. doing them. They eventually did. Okay. For Summer of Arcade sweeps or whatever. Yeah. Do all of them. Whatever yeah. setup they were doing. You guys
1: excited for this year's Summer of Arcade? I don't have know, they even announced it? Is it? No, they have not announced Anything?
2: it. Anything? Okay. I'll look around E3 and see if it's there. Like, th- there was a display for it last year, but
0: they have not really been talking. I don't know. Microsoft, man. Like we'll get into that later too. I think I think they're more focused on Xbox One, so they might not actually. No, I'm pretty sure they'll acknowledge
2: do that. that.
0: Well, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe we'll see. Um.
2: Okay. So sorry. I'm just trying to think if there's anything else to really clarify about Turtles in Time. Isn't there different bosses depending on which one you're playing? Is one of them? Well, yeah. There's
0: extra bosses, and the boss order is different if you're playing uh, the SNES one. Uh, in the arcade one, you had uh, Pizza Face. I think it was his name. He was just a giant dough monster. That sounds pretty good, but they replaced him in the uh, I have some SNES pizza one
1: in my fridge.
0: They replaced him in the SNES one with Slash, the other Ninja Turtle. Okay, there's another Ninja Turtle. Yeah, he's a bad guy. What? You, you never heard of Slash? Who is this? What color is he? Is he black? No, uh, yeah, actually, his bandana black, I believe. There what, you go. I
1: have never heard of Slash. I,
2: I I'm sure that featured prominently in the show. I honestly he was he remember. was
0: definitely in the show, and I I remember him more from the comic books, but he was okay. I believe he was definitely in the show.
2: All of my turtle memories are super hazy. Like, it was, like, one of those shows I'd watch every day, and, like, none of that content stuck. Other than, like, a few individual moments. Like, that feature film, though, a little more. Yeah, well, but, I mean,
0: a bunch, the feature film, like, the second one was pretty prominent in the SNESC version, because Tilka and Rezar were enemies, so was Super Shredder. Okay. So that, like, just come out. I think what is that the came
2: justification out,
1: like, for year two another before. turtle. Was it like, oh, there was actually five the whole time, but he just escaped or
0: something? I think it got applied to him later because Shredder was like, I, I want to make another Ninja Turtle. Oh, oh here's okay. a picture of Slash. I remember fighting this dude. Yeah, it's like bulky. I, I remember him like expressively from the comics, but I guess I don't really remember him too much from the show. I see a picture of him supposedly in the show, and he looks dumb. Okay, <laughs> maybe, maybe that's why I don't know. But okay. Turtles
2: in Time. So if you want to check that out, like it's full playthrough. Did you play with somebody? Was there a co-op thing going on? No, nah,
0: I just did it solo. I was just like, yeah, I just feel like playing this. Okay. That's. Is, is there anything else this week? Or... Uh, I played NBA Jam for a bit. I played uh... the new one? or No, the the, well, the Xbox 360 version. The first one, not the on-fire edition. Oh, okay. okay. So I, I showed off like the boss fights to people and got my ass kicked by the Toronto Raptors mascot. <laughs> okay dinosaurs. Yep. And I also played through Mercenaries Mode of Resident Evil 5 for a bit. Okay.
1: Is that stream? Screen- is that, uh, not stream. Is that series done?
0: No, I, I. there's rumors that there's gonna be a reboot.
1: No, I mean, like, your LP of it.
0: Oh! Uh, no, I'm doing the DLC currently. Like, the first part went up yesterday, and the second part was supposed to go up today, but because I've been so... Down with these dizzy spells, I have not been able to work on anything without okay. getting a little too Okay, I thought deep.
1: I heard you say something like, this is the end of it.
0: Last week was the end of story mode, so this this week and next week's supposed to be DLC, but if I don't feel any better, I don't know what I'm going to do. Okay. Like the the Mansion DLC one? Yeah, or... that's what we're doing this week. The first half went up yesterday just as we were streaming. Okay. I've heard good stuff about that, but I never did play it. Yeah, the, the Mansion part's more like res like Traditional Resident Evil. It's it's yeah. even like got a lot of throwbacks to it, like playing Moonlight Sonata and four itchy tasty. So it's pretty like fan servicey or is it? It's fairly fan servicey, yeah. Okay. There's even a way to enable like the old camera mode.
1: Speaking of fan servicey, Nathan, did you ever play that Mass Effect three DLC? Um
2: I haven't done that yet, no. You I've do I've that. been I've had too much going on, but yeah, no. I, I should definitely do that. Um definitely heard good things. But Okay. Um, I'm trying to... Wasn't there fan service? I thought I had a follow-up question, but whatever. Uh, uh, do you mind if I just jump into what I've been doing? Yeah, go ahead. Or is there more? Okay. Uh, this is kind of a weird one because it's one of those, like, kind of bootleg unofficial carts that just has too much stuff on it. 42 and one Hella NES games on one thing. Had a ribbon on it so you could pull it out because it's not a full-size cart. It was weird. But, um, Dig Dug. Put some of that. Uh, I guess the main one I played was Antarctic Adventure. Uh, oh yeah, you, you asked
1: us about this last week.
2: Yeah, you play as a penguin, and you're really, really fast, um, like, running kilometers per second. It's kind of weird. I think they just put the wrong unit on there. It should just be meters or something, but whatever. Um, And you're racing across the frozen tundra to get somewhere, like, to get to different stations around Antarctica. Um... And there's, like, a huge circuit of stuff. Like, there's, like, maybe 12 races or something. Uh, The gameplay is basically behind the back, you running and jumping over ice, like, holes in the ice, but then occasionally seals pop up that'll block you, so you gotta dodge those, too. Um, And then you're catching fish and picking up flags and stuff to get points as you're going. Um, And I was hoping, once you got to the end of Antarctica, you'd go somewhere else, which I think is the case in, like, the Commodore version. But so I fought long and hard to kinda of do that and then once I completed it it's just like, Sweet, um, start over, game B. Uh it's the same, but you have less time. And it was just like, Oh, awesome, I'm not gonna play this anymore. So, yeah, apparently that penguin is like a Konami mascot or was for a little while. Uh he's
0: been in some stuff. Yeah, I remember yeah. At least one of his games where he's trying to like get fit or something like that. I can't remember what it is.
2: Okay. We also played NES Pinball, which has him in it. Like he's in the on that board. Like, you'll hit a thing, and, like, bonus dudes will appear. you sure it's just penguins.
0: not just, like, a penguin?
2: I don't know. I thought it was the same guy, but maybe, maybe it was just because we were looking at penguins. That's just like... Maybe you're right. Are those not related in any way? Like, was pen- Pinball made by Nintendo proper? Yeah, as far as I'm aware of. okay. I guess it's not in, then. It's just a penguin. That sucks. But, oh, well. I'm pretty sure there's a list of games that dude's in on Wikipedia. Um, but, yeah, yeah, there's just a bunch of old arcade games and stuff in there. There was one weird transforming one where he plays, like, a jet, and he's also a dude. I can't remember what it's called. But, yeah, a bunch of shmups and whatnot. Um, then we did some Mario Bros-related stuff, uh, played through Super Mario Bros 3, um, just because, I guess Brittany had never seen the ending, so I was like, we should do that! And she, she, her patience kind of ran out for that long Mm -hmm. before we got there, but then I was just like, see, there you go, you saved the princess! And I didn't realize how, like, there's no credit roll or anything, just, like, nothing happens. It just shows you the worlds that happened and names them, and then that's it.
0: Yeah, and, and then end. you start the game over, and every item in your inventory is a P-Wing.
2: Oh, okay. I guess I could have done that, but we were kind of done, so... Yeah. Did you just warp through the game, or did you play it proper? Uh, we were playing it proper, and then, like, we paused and went out for supper around World 4, and then someone had tripped over the cable in the interim, so then we just warped to the end oh, uh, to start over. So does that invalidate the P-Wing thing?
0: No, no, as long as you beat the game.
2: Oh, okay. Um, I I did a weird, like, you know the castle in the dark in World 8? Dark yep. World? I, like, I clipped through the wall. Is that a valid thing that happens,
0: or was it just a glitch? Um, I think if you put yourself in the right position, you, oh, oh, you mean, like, Bowser's castle at the end? Uh, not Bowser's Castle, it was, uh, um... The oh, one, the maze one, okay.
2: Just the one in the maze, yeah, like the maze castle.
0: Uh, yeah, you like, can do that. I, I know that strategy better for, uh... For, in Bowser's Castle, because there's, like, a hidden one up you can use as a shortcut. Oh, okay. But, that yeah, no, cool that that too. is a valid strategy.
2: Okay, I like I was surprised when it happened, because I was just trying to find my way to go, and then I kind of ran real fast and went in a thing, and then just kind of kept... it kept scrolling to the right. I was like, what... Oh, sweet! I can just fight the guy. Awesome. I'm kind of like, curious
0: to see what you've done, what you did in that, or maybe maybe it's on a TAS or something. I'm curious now. Maybe it also had I me mean, just looking up speedruns and stuff, and I was just like,
2: oh, cool, Th- this game's great. But yeah, Mario Brothers 3. Um, and then I guess that reinvigorated me a bit to try this castle I was stuck on in the, I guess Dark World or whatever in Super Mario 3D Land. I think it was World Five, the end. I just kept dying on Bowser, uh, like Bone Bowser or whatever, Skeleton Bowser. Mm. Um so I got past him and then I'm well into world 6 down there. Got I don't know 210 coins or something.
0: So I'm I feel like I'm doing okay, but I think that's more than you need to get all the stages. I'm not sure.
2: I I have never been held up by Oh, I got to go back cuz I I've been kind of weirdly obsessively clearing worlds and stuff sometimes. Like it's just like, ah, I'm almost I got almost got all of them in this one. I'm just going to do this level until I get it. And it's like, haha, sweet. There's a star next to it now. I'm good. I don't know. That game's fun. Uh, so yeah, Mario. That game's great, yeah. Bunch of Mario. I guess I also played a bit of the first Mario Brothers on that 42-in-1 cart. It was on there, too. It was one of those, like, they would rename stuff. So it's just like, Super Mario Brothers. It's uh, it's not that the That was how you got around copyrights back then. Just yep. take away letters. Super Rameo Brothers. It's totally different. But that one's just the versus game, where it's like you and Luigi fighting over coins and whatever. I never like, liked that game. It's not great, but is is it still is is it only in Super Mario All-Stars 2 player or is it in Mario Bros 3 as well? Like if you select the, the second player.
0: The actual mode is uh like the the just separate versus mode where you do like best of 5? Yeah, that's only in All-Stars, but you can just play battle mode in Mario 3 if you go to a space where the other player is and hit A on them. Yeah, okay. That's how you get, like, their magic cards. Like, you can steal other people's magic cards. If, like, say you have two stars and they have one, you can steal that star. Oh, so if you're collaborating, you can kind of switch out. Yep. Yeah.
2: That's that's awesome. Okay. Or you can be
0: a dick and just mess with the other person. just like, I want that star. Sweet. Okay. We didn't... We didn't... Like, <laughs> again, like, by World 3, she was already getting kind of annoyed with
2: the game, so I'm just like, I don't wanna antagonizer
0: that's so also a way to turning. steal people's turns like if they're on their way to the next stage you can like force them into a battle and then like if you beat oh them, yeah you, you can pull them
2: into like if they're, they' if they have to cross your space you yeah. can tap it yeah antagonistic Mario plan that's stuff's one um, but yeah that's that's it for games I played I guess there's quite a big stack of news so we should probably just move right into that um this first one I'm not really familiar with this story so Sean do you mind yeah, I'll the take them. I'll F? take them. Um
1: okay. alright, this is just a real quick one. Um and this is only in Japan at the moment, so hopefully it comes here, but uh I guess Namco Band yep. would have yeah. been the guys. Uh they announced the Tales of Symphonia Unisonant pack. And uh which has both the Tales of Symphonia games, which is that's awesome for PS three I should say. hmm So that comes out this October in Japan. That'd be cool if we got it. Because if anyone didn't play those Game GameCube and Wii games, I guess I should say, that would be a great time. No word What's on the... if it's going to be like an HD remake or anything. Okay. So that's not quite known yet. Okay. Uh, it actually Wii did get confirmed good? for US.
0: Oh, it oh did? okay. But for twenty fourteen.
1: All right. So that's that's just people should look into those. Those are just, well. I've only played the first one, and I own the second one. The first game is awesome.
2: It's good. Yeah, I played it. Kratos. He's a guy. Yeah. Um. Before that other Kratos, I was, you know, meh. Okay. Um. I do know this next story. Uh. There. I guess is this because there's a documentary. Is that what's? I think so. You should,
1: you should like explain what it is though.
2: Right. Me. Okay. So one of the legendary things in gaming. Uh. I forget when I first heard the story, but uh. E. T. Came out for the Atari, and it was terrible and Atari was kind of stuck with millions of cartridges of that and other stuff that just the big video game crash of the 80s they ended up burying a bunch of it in a dump somewhere and that's the first part of the story i heard and i was like oh no, that's I don't awesome i think it was in
1: a dump wasn't it this like New it was it was, a where they just it was a landfill it was a landfill yes it was i thought they just went out to like the desert
2: and my my initial like understanding as a kid or whatever was like wait it was like a mine shaft
3: or
1: something like i
2: thought it was like the goonies but it's full of games and that would be awesome. But the story gets sadder because apparently they covered it with concrete and, like, bulldozed it, and they're just crushed carts somewhere. Um, and, yes, in a landfill, so it's, it's not as, you know, adventurous as that. But regardless, uh, there are people who want to dig that up and make a movie about it, like a documentary covering the whole event. It's in New Mexico, right? Yep. This, yeah. this landfill? Um, yeah. Would you guys watch this? Would you
0: check this out? I feel like all they're just gonna find is just hunks of plastic if there's anything left there at all. But I'd be curious to see. Like, happens. I'm wondering if the main story is just the people that
1: want to do it and
2: talking about what happened and just kind of illuminating. I think huge. I um
1: I would watch it. I'm interested enough
2: because it could also just be kind of about the video game crash and Atari's fall right. from grace and all that could be in there too. Um. Okay, warehouse in Texas. Uh, da, 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 da. landfill in. Alamogordo, 90 miles north. Okay. I don't know. Just the whole E.T. Atari thing is kind of a legendary thing. I know there's an episode of... What's that show with the 8-bit art code monkeys? Yeah. They did a whole episode about that thing. They did a whole
0: parody episode, which was pretty good.
2: Angry Video Game Nerds movie is about that, I think. So... Yeah, this has been a weird touchstone in game culture for a bit, and it's neat to see another thing come up about it that's actually about the thing. Oh, I guess my other start, like question would be like, would you go on a pilgrimage to go see this happen, or no?
0: That's just too crazy. No, no.
1: Okay, maybe if it was like Edmonton distance, right? I might it's go like, see it. So I if you in mind, lived in New they're Mexico, they're literally it's picking like... up just garbage at this point,
2: right? Like, would you be there for the garbage haul of the, you know? Video game era. I don't know. Okay, I thought it was a neat thing, but um, yeah, that that's gonna happen. Like, why uh, would you go? I don't know. If I had infinite funds right now, that's just beyond.
1: Oh well, if I had infinite funds, there's a lot of stupid stuff I would do. Exactly. Yeah, if we
0: had, if there was no money limit, then probably.
2: Right. If I had friends in New Mexico who were coming up here anyway, and I just drive back with them or something, I don't know. Like, if if things happened, I could, I would definitely want to check that out just out of curiosity, but. I don't know. It's it's a weird thing. But again, if the result is just shards of plastic in the desert, I don't know. That's going to be kind of a b- bummer ending to that movie. But whatever. Do Speaking you want of documentaries, piece? um, I don't know much about this next one, but I know about Neo Gaff. It is a popular forum that I technically have an a, account on, but I never ever ever use. Um, what? Yeah, there's a documentary coming out.
1: Yeah, um, which I just thought was weird that they're making a Neo Gaff documentary. I think ga- I think Game Trailers is doing this.
2: Right, is it? So, is it like? Is it because there's kind of like weird leaks and stuff, and like people releasing stuff through Neogaf? Like, I'm trying to think what the angle would be on secret finding, NeoGAF's, incessant games journalism, analyzing. I think
1: Neogaf's role is kind of like, like it almost seems to be like the forum for, for whistleblowing
2: and stuff. Yeah, like for kind of, hey, we found something. Weird, like, or like, if a scandal happens at a developer, they'll kind of somehow the details will end up on Neogaf somehow, like, some insider will post it there anonymously or something, like, yeah. Right. I've not spent much time there. Do you, do you, John, do you have an account?
0: No, I, I do every now and then see articles that point to Neogaf, though.
1: Okay. I have an account. I like to check out that place
0: periodically. Does, I just thought okay. it was
1: interesting that there's going to be a documentary about it. Right. So that's just so going to be on game people, trailers. So there's a trailer now. It doesn't really show much besides people being like, I like Gaff because blank. Or whatever. There's so, Michael Pachter you can in the documentary? that if you want, I guess.
2: Is Michael Pachter there? Is he going to talk about it? Because he, he think, gets trolled I, on. I think Gaff. there's Gaff. a part of Michael Pachter. Pachter, yeah. No, yeah. I'm just wondering. Just that dude's kind of... I, I think it's just... He pops up uh, periodically on Giant Bomb stuff sometimes. He was on that one uh, podcast we were there for in, at PAX. Stuff like that. I don't know. He's a, He's a long-standing analyst that gets things wrong a lot. But people still feel good about it. I don't know. I does he get stuff right? I don't know. That's just a general s- statement on Pactor. I haven't really been following his Pack Attack show or anything. Um. All right. Whatever. Michael Pactor is a guy. Harmonix announced a new game. I have not watched the trailer. I'm told it's kind of. I don't know. I'm not sure what its interests are. Bruno Mars. What? Right. Okay. But... So
1: Harmonix announced Fantasia Music Evolved. Yep and this is this is the fantasia like disney fantasia the trailer basically looks like like there's there's no gameplay footage but it's people waving their arms around and mm-hmm. it, they've put like colored like a circle around the person and yeah. when the person's arm connects with a part of that circle there's like a color there so the person was trying to hit like the pink part of the circle all right. So it's going to be kind of like a dance game, but uh but but instead of like uh do this specific dance move, it's more like just make sure something part of your body is going top right so that your hand is over top of this thing.
2: So just hand dancing, like just waving your arm. But you around.
1: can use any part of your body. It's just part of your body needs to touch this spot. Okay. So I've heard people um uh, saying kind of, you know, like elite Beat agents how there's just like targets on the screen make sure that they're being hit at the right time. Yeah. In in tune with music. No one seems to really know how, like, Fantasia is being included, especially because there's modern music in it.
0: I think the concept is that Fantasia was all about, like, music and everything that happens going along with the music. So I think that's the idea. So
1: you don't think, like, Mickey Mouse is in here?
0: There was supposedly, like, a mini-story I saw posted in the Kotaku article.
1: Right. Okay. I just... I have like, when it comes, like, I guess like, I was hearing this on Giant Bomb as well, and Mm -hmm. it kind of replicates exactly how I feel. When it comes to Fantasia, what do I know about it? I know Mickey Mouse dressed up as a wizard, and uh, mops.
2: See, that's kind of the weird differentiating thing for me. Uh, that was a big movie in my family. Like, my mom loved that movie, so I've seen it, like, a dozen times, like all the sequences in it are in my memory so it's just like, no man, there's like crocodiles and hippos dancing in two. I think
1: I've only seen Fantasia 2000 Oh, okay I haven't
0: haven't seen either of them
2: Alright, they're like weird experimental music video stuff, but in the 40s, and apparently it did really poorly at the box office, which kind of bums me out Well, because I
0: don't think there was any speaking in either of them
2: no, it's... Well, there's a little bit. Like, there's a composer guy who talks with Mickey Mouse at some point, and it's just like, we all to get back to the show, like, whatever. But yeah, it's just experimental animation and music and stuff. Which, right. there's like a whole bit about the dinosaurs evolving, and it's kind of awesome. And here's a a, here's the demon. story
0: bit from the release. In yeah. this game, players enter the magical realms of Fantasia, selected by the legendary sorcerer Yen Sid, which is just Disney backwards. Yeah, but that is that wizard from that segment. Everyone knows so to hone their musical and magical prowess as his new apprentice. So you are Mickey Mouse,
2: really? Like that hat? I don't know. If you're his apprentice, like that is essentially what that is. The important part is
1: that Harmonix is still in business. Yeah, are are they doing okay though? Kind of generally. Well, it's just like like what like everything kind of ended for them except Dance Central. And how many more of those do we need?
2: Yeah, but so, connect stuff like this is all connect related business, right? Right, and there's I no... think
1: they've said it's coming for like 360 and Xbox One.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And there's more subtle movements possible on the new
1: Xbox Connect or whatever. So that's what
0: it's looking like, anyways. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm just
1: glad to hear Harmonix has another game coming out. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about Bruno Mars, though, Sean? I uh,
2: don't care. You just don't care. You're not like angry at him. you angry, angry at why? Why would he? I don't know. Just you're angry at Drake, and I like Drake, but Bruno Mars made the song Grenade, which is legitimately terrible. So I was kind of hoping I could get some. Oh, I kind of like that, that but... song. Oh, man. All right. Let's just move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, Konami did a show. I didn't actually watch it, but this I saw This was yesterday, something... actually. Yeah, this just happened yesterday. Uh, did, did you actually set aside some time to actually watch the thing? I was yeah, going to exactly watch the Rainy
1: video. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I did. So they did a pre E3 show. Um, the, the, nothing really new came out of it. They announced Keith Sutherland is the new Snake.
2: Yeah, uh, which was a, kind of a surprise to me. Cause... So they
1: showed off some footage, like a very small little footage of, like, you know, him being mo-capped and Snake moving his mouth and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then they also talked about soccer at some point, so I just, my eyes kind of glazed over and I don't remember any of that. I'm trying but to think soccer, what their current soccer, still makes soccer games, The a revolution's soccer, pro evolution is. The, okay, yeah. Um, they showed off a new trailer for Lords of Shadow Two,
0: which I watched and I was excited for that.
1: Uh, again, I was just like, I don't care. Uh, and then there was a Mega sixty four video about Dracula. It okay,
0: was... making fun of that trailer, which I didn't watch.
1: Uh, which that one I watched and that was all right. But anyways, it was a short show. Um. I'm much more interested in an actual press conference coming up, so like
2: actual E3 press conferences, or this yeah. is it from Konami, right? Like this is their showing for this year,
1: or don't they have a press conference normally?
0: No, I think that was I think that was it actually. Uh, yeah, I, know, I had I know schedule, they've done really kind of Microsoft
1: does one, EA does one, and doesn't Konami do one? I thought
2: I they they've kind of had weird ones, but like the main thing I remember hearing about the one I watched was all of the sound effects and stuff were canned, like it, there wasn't actually a crowd watching it. It was, like, a Nintendo Direct, but they added in fake clapping and, like, fake audience murmuring.
0: Yeah, no, they 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 just started doing, like, recordings after that crazy one that had, like, the one million troops thing. Okay. I don't remember that. That but was, like, three years ago, I think. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I've got the schedule up for press conferences, and that was Konami's. There you okay. go.
1: What else is coming up?
0: Apparently there's a Call of Duty gameplay preview on Sunday. Fantastic. <sighs> awesome. On Monday, okay. Microsoft's is at uh, 9 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time, okay. so yep. that's 10, 10 o'clock hours, which makes me sad because I'm going to miss that entire thing.
2: I, I had to change my schedule to try to do that. Cause are I'm you gonna gonna going to try to make to that, it there in person? Yeah. I am fine down there Sunday night now, and I'm going to try to wake up and get to that thing because they sent awesome. me an email. Where are you I'm going to have to though? just watch that afterwards. I'll be uh, to... Hostels. They're cheap. Hostels right. are great. So, yeah. Just for one night.
0: Good luck with it. But... Yeah,
2: I don't know. I hope it works out. It's gonna be a weird late trip now. It was, it's kind of strange, but I want to see What's that. What's the thing. next conference? Yeah, uh, EA's at one to two. Also going to that. Uh, Ubisoft's at three to four. I did not get invited to
1: that one.
0: And Sony's at six to eight.
1: Oh, they're all on Monday. Yeah. Oh, I guess so. And then it was just Nintendo's was the next day. Usually. Nintendo's
0: was always before the conference opened,
1: so like early morning Tuesday.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Tuesday, Nintendo has their uh, Nintendo Direct online at 7 a.m. Pacific time, which I think is a little early. Only be able to actually watch that one. It's a little early for me, but yeah,
2: even earlier.
0: And apparently, the Future of Final Fantasy panel, which is not a live stream, but is just going to announce some new stuff, happens at 9 a.m. that day as well.
2: Okay. Sweet. E3. It's about to happen. Or
1: yeah. So heart. I guess. So yeah. when are you guys coming back?
0: Friday. I I'm gone for two weeks.
1: Okay. So, okay. And then Friday. So maybe. So maybe we'll Nathan and I will do a podcast next weekend.
0: Yeah, um, that's feasible okay. for me. Yeah, because I can't guarantee that I will be at a point where I can use a computer. So. Okay. Okay. And maybe if I, you if you I am, I'll response. message you. But otherwise, expect me not to be. I'll. I'll
2: probably be doing some stuff on pixel response too but i don't know we'll see what gets posted there but yeah
1: okay um, and yeah we got to do the big news story though yep yeah, here it goes microsoft so yesterday as well microsoft announced or well they tried to announce basically everything that go- is going on with their used games and sharing games things yep yeah. along We're with trying the to clarify some controversy it's yeah. yeah it is super confusing So there's basically a list we have here. We're just going to, like, go through it. Okay. Okay. So Let's try to untangle this weird mess they gave us. (laughs) Alright, so we'll start with the always-on stuff. Yeah. So, it says you don't always need a connection. However, it's designed that it needs to verify with uh, an internet connection. Uh, And that needs to be once every 24 hours. No matter what you're playing. Single player, whatever. Everything. Yes.
2: Um, and actually, no, that is also, you need to verify once every hour if you're playing your library of games on someone else's console.
1: That was another thing.
0: Yeah. All right. Yeah.
1: So, and it says, offline gaming is not possible if, after 24 hours, this is gone until you reestablish a connection. But you can still watch live TV, enjoy Blu-ray and DVD movies.
0: Okay. And uh, games that, that but... take
1: advantage of the like cloud stuff may require a connection. I'm assuming that would mean at all times?
0: That would make sense. If it's going to be using the cloud computing, it kind of needs internet. For
1: sure. Okay, so that seems to be the always-on stuff. So what do you guys think about that?
2: Um, personally, that doesn't usually impact me much. I mean, we did just do a move, so there was no internet for a while. And back when I was playing Bioshock Infinite, I had to switch Steam to offline mode. In order to play it, because again, we didn't have a connection set up over here. Um, but the the way Steam handles it is, you can turn it on to offline mode for I guess a month, in order to basically play single player stuff as long as you want for the, during that time period. So it's a little more generous with the time period. Um, it is kind of weird, just like you could not bring a GameCube on vacation. So like, you know, you could bring a GameCube or any previous generation console to someone's place and then just play video games on it. You can't do that with this thing unless you have you're also taking advantage of their internet, yeah. which again doesn't really affect my the way I do things very I, I often. Think the, but. Yeah,
0: I think the only thing out of it that they said that makes sense is the if you're playing on someone else's system with your profile to access your game's one hour thing, that makes sense, but need every twenty four hours to make sure your thing is connected to the internet is kinda stupid. It, so the it's just, reason
1: the reason they're doing this and why like the Steam thing is seen as super generous at this point, yeah, because they don't. But they, with, I guess I don't know how many people would do this with Steam, but th- but playing offline, you could basically pass around like a login information for for you and your buddies. Yeah, and, and then one guy logs in and then just goes on lo- offline and he has access to all those games. And then another guy logs in to the same account on a different computer and then goes offline and now he's playing all those games.
2: Right, which you and so could they don't do. want that to happen. I guess it just seems really paranoid about that because it's just like, who does that? I've never done that. Like, if there's a super cheap game on Steam, it's just like, just buy it. It's five dollars or whatever, you know. It doesn't seem worth the effort. Right.
1: And I'm to have like, a I'm sure like, I'm sure the subtitle to this whole news story is going to be, it seems that the people that are like making sure that don't take advantage of this is really just bugging the majority of us. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and a lot of, like, uh, the one example that keeps I keep seeing brought up is troops in the field. Like, how are you supposed to play games, like, at a base in Afghanistan or something? Like, because apparently that's the thing people do. And now that group of people is getting ignored with this new console, which, I don't know. I'm not sure why that's being cited so often as an example, but people keep bringing it up. So, yeah. Sorry, soldiers. Game time's over. I don't know. Shrug. But (laughs) yeah. That's a thing. Uh use games is it's well, okay. Yeah, okay. better just read the
1: point and then I'll kind of Right, okay. So yeah, so now we'll go into Used Games. So the first one is they're saying uh they're gonna do day one same digital and disc games. So that's cool. Yeah, on
2: demand, right there,
1: same day. Fantastic. Sure. Digital feature. Yes, that's excellent. Uh next point. Uh, you'll be able to access the entire games library, no disk required after signing in and installing the game. So basically, if you buy the disk, you install it to your system, disk is no longer needed.
2: So kind of like a physical PC copy and Steam. Like yeah, basically. It behaves the same way.
1: Okay. Right. So And then they even have an example, if you're logged in at your friend's house, you can play your games because it's all account-based. Which, again, if you think of Steam and computers, it makes total sense. Mm-hmm. All right. Sharing access to your games with everyone. So this is where like, wording gets really precise. Okay. So share access to your games with everyone inside your home. Your friends and family, your guests and acquaintances get unlimited access to all of your games. Anyone can play your games on your console regardless of whether you are logged in or their relation to you, which, again... That makes sense, right? It's your console... That's,
0: yeah, that's how it's always been.
1: It'll get more confusing, believe me. That, that All right.
2: Okay, I, I don't know if I have much to say about that, other than presently with Steam and me and Brittany, we do have to keep logging out and logging in on the same PC. to like. I don't think there's a joint Steam account way to do that, like bond two accounts together so that is kind of a neat feature in theory for the Xbox 1. Well, I'm assuming it'll be but, the same
0: thing here. But like I said though, it's it's the same as how it has been for 360, like right. If if I have if I originally purchased those games on my Xbox here, then someone else can just log into their profile and play the game. Yeah, that's true. So this isn't really new. <laughs> okay.
1: Right. Basically uh, what they're saying is any account on this on the system yeah. can access the games that like that system it was registered on. Okay, so that makes sense. So if I bring it, if I get a disc, I install it to my system, and then you come to my house, or, you know, my sister is on my system. Yeah, as long as you're using my system, you can play that game because that game was installed on that system. That makes sense.
2: What about the rare situation where there's two consoles in the same building? Like, a brother and his sibling, his older brother, both have their own Xbox One. Can you share the library between two separate consoles or not? The wording here makes it sound like you can't. I would assume not. If you think of it in relation to now, we can't do that. You can't have two consoles logged into the same
0: live account at the same time? I don't believe you can. Then. No, use your reports if you try to do it from another system. That's
1: why with the Steam thing you need to go into offline mode if you're trying to do it in two different places. Right.
0: I know that oh, okay. on the Xbox, if you try doing that, it'll like it'll pop up saying, Hey, like, your this account was last logged in on another system. Right, okay. Never mind. I again I guess this is pre existing, it's just okay. Um, okay, this next, next one's weird.
2: So Next
1: point. So, trade in and resell your disc-based games. Today, some gamers choose to sell their old disc-based games back for cash and credit. We designed the Xbox One so that game publishers can enable you to trade in your games at participating retailers. Microsoft does not charge a platform fee to retailers, publishers, or consumers for enabling transfer of these games.
0: Right the so one this is basically microsoft saying hey we don't want liability for the used game market so it's up to the people who release the games
2: game publishers yeah that was the one like phrase in there that was highlighted it's like game publishers could allow you to do that but it's not up to you anymore really it's up to them you know like you can't be like well i'm going to sell this ubisoft game it's like no like for example ubisoft said that you can't do that with that one or whatever saying, right oh, which this great. is
1: really similar to Amazon with their Kindle books and the loaning idea. Okay. Where authors or whoever they're going, whatever company the author's going through, they decide if the book can use the lend feature. Oh, okay. And from what I understand, like, hardly anyone says yes to that. So that's great. Lucky us. Right. So that's like a pretty...
2: Case by case
0: basis thing.
1: Again to be though, fair, like though, how like I just like the three of us. Do you guys like trade in games that often? Because I don't ever.
0: I I've only done it like once, and that was for a special promotion. I haven't yeah, really been so, trading
2: them in, but I've definitely been lightening my shelves of stuff I don't like lately. So I've been giving them away or bringing them into places and whatever. I, like I'm probably
0: the wrong person to ask that to, anyways, considering I'm a collector. So for yeah. sure.
1: Which I'm, I was just wondering between us. There's no one else here I can ask. And tons of people do trading games, as we know. Yeah, but just for me personally, doesn't really bug me if I can't trade my game into GameStop.
2: I guess, like I, I, I certainly have in the past traded in some games, so it it does seem weird to like no longer have that ability. But again, like the PC comparison, I have a copy of Bioshock Infinite on PC that's useless now. Like I can't trade that in, and I've right. nev- I've I've understood that for years. PC games, you can't and you're fine do that. with that, right? I'm gen yeah, I'm generally fine with that because I I've, I've now synced it with my. Steam account, and now it's just re- available there
1: forever. That's the thing that—that's the thing that's just kind of weirding me out so much. Is everyone's saying like, "Man, where's my used games? I won't get this if I can't have used games." And I'm thinking like. But this has been like this is the PC has been like this for years. Why no one's complained before? What's well?
0: The like, reason the PC games are fine now is because now you can get PC games for dirt cheap half the time. Right? Yeah.
1: And I'm, I'm just assuming here, but I'm assuming if they're wanting to go to an all digital future with the Xbox One and PS4, we're going to start getting a lot of those same sales.
2: That's that's kind of the hope that a lot of people don't seem to have. But I feel like Microsoft will kind of have to do that, right? Like, that's what I felt. There was that one sale that everyone seems to not remember, like, a few months. Well, except us. I'm, we all bought stuff, right? El Shaddai and Dirt 2. Sure, yeah. And all that. That seemed to be the one time Microsoft was, like, experimenting with that ultra-low pricing. Well,
0: that was like one set of how many years is the Xbox? That's 360? true, Seven? but it's a step
1: in the right direction.
2: I know it's the one time, but it's also like kind of recent, so that hope that gives me some hope that maybe they're understanding. All right, digital releases aren't the same as physical copies, so after six months or a year, this stuff will be really cheap, and
1: but, that's and fine. The, but and here's the other thing: like if they're Hopefully. not doing these sales, like if there's a sale on Steam, like let's say you know we're a year into the Xbox One where everything should be like unanimous with the games coming out. Yeah. If there's a game on Steam getting discount, and it's not getting discounted elsewhere, then go buy it on Steam, and yeah. shut up. Like, yeah. Like, no one's saying, if it's not on Xbox One for cheap, then I'm not playing that game. It's it's like, what? Well, it, I it, guess...
2: It's still like they could hold their own IPs hostage, right? Like it's just like no, Halo's sixty bucks. Get used to sure. it. Sure. And it's like, well, it's, all right, I just won't play that then. Exclusive like, is my games are becoming
1: slimmer and slimmer these days. To be fair, they will go up again once the new consoles come out. But yeah, that's only a small portion of the games.
2: It's true. Like, the, the, I mean, there is always an easy answer, with, like, well, just don't buy it, which seems to be a thing a lot of people are already saying, despite not knowing all the details of everything that's happening. Um, but. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's like it's kind of like Microsoft is trying to become that closed Steam like platform in a lot of ways. But there's a fear that may or may not be justifiable that they don't know why Steam is popular for reasons other than security is great and used games don't exist and all this stuff. Like they're looking at those things, whereas the hey, man, there's sales and community features and all this stuff that makes people really happy to be there like they might not understand that side of it. Like if they're still going to charge a live fee this time around for example, that's a bad idea, right? Like Steam is free. And it well, they they we'll, want it we'll to see, be we'll see
1: though cuz like if if like PlayStation Plus becomes a new like their version of Live ID, I've been happy with what Yeah, that Plus subscription So we'll have model. to see.
0: I yeah, have the feeling, yeah. considering they're pushing so many online methods for this, that they're going to have to force everyone to get a gold account, or just make gold accounts the standard, right? right. Like, just like be we'll like,
2: see. we'll give you the opportunity to subscribe to all this stuff, and they're getting their money elsewhere, other than that sixty dollars a year or whatever it is. Like, they'll be like, well, hey, you're you're subscribing to our partners and stuff now,
1: and we're getting a kick of that, and that's awesome.
2: Or you're okay, there for the next online point. deals and stores. This and one, funds this and one, that.
1: I'm really interested in because this one seems extremely odd. Okay. Okay. So this is about giving your family access to your entire games library anytime, anywhere. So, Xbox One will enable new forms of access for families. Up to 10 members of your family can log in and play from your shared games library on any Xbox One. Just like today, a family member can play your copy of Forza Motorsport at a friend's house. Only now, they will not, not just see Forza, but all of your shared games. You can always play your games, and any one of your family members can be playing from your shared library at a given time.
2: On any Xbox One. So, but, okay. it seems
1: like this is the new, I'm going to share games with my friends.
2: Right, and is this the one that's like, your friends need to have been friends for, oh no, that's later, the 30 days
1: thing. Yeah, okay. that's later, we'll get to that later. Yeah. Um, so, but, I guess so this all I'm seems trying to, be... to say is because, you know, my family members don't play Video games. Yeah. Hey, do you guys want to be in one of my ten family members?
2: Sure. If the, if that okay. works
1: out, that that could be like, cool. You're basically going to have to make like a club of friends that you trade games with regularly, and they'll be part of your f- ten family members.
2: If that works, like I'm wondering if they're going to try to clamp down on stuff like that. But this, at least, very, well, at the very well, least, I'm couple... down
1: on that. Wait. All right, is this person actually your brother? Let me see his birth certificate.
2: Yeah, I mean, well, it's also watching you all the time, so it's just, like, doing DNA scan. Nope.
0: Can't play. You're being ridiculous. Yeah, I no, know. That's, that's overkill. Retinal like, scan, like, like you said, though, how would they actually be able to test that at all? NSA. They're watching. All the time. Dude. I guess that's another thing, too. Do we have it's that in modern... I know, that's a thing, but... Okay,
2: at the very least, this covers that situation I said earlier, where, like, two brothers in the same house with two consoles, like, they can share libraries. So that's cool, like that that's that's totally covered, but I guess yeah, also anywhere, so in theory, yes, we could form a little game club and have a massive shared library and play right. the same thing at the same time on two different consoles
0: that...
1: it says you can always play your games, and any one of your family members can be playing from your shared library at at a given time,
0: so it sounds like only one person out of those ten can play it, which so would, like
1: that. Uh, that's fine because when I loan someone a game, I can't be playing it because they have it.
0: Yeah, that's okay. So it's so like not that's like fine well, now me, all of I'm, us
1: have Fallout Four. If if it was a thing where I could loan my friend and now we're both playing it, then they're losing out, Accom- and that yeah. that I that I'm okay with. I agree. Yes, you'd be losing money. Yeah, that's that's fine. That's that's fair. Okay. Okay. Next one. In a role as a game publisher, Microsoft Studios will enable you to give your games to friends or trade in your Xbox One games at participating retailers. Third-party publishers may opt in or out of supporting game resale and may set up business terms or transfer fees with retailers. Microsoft does not receive any compensation as part of this. In addition, third-party publishers can enable you to give games to friends Loaning or renting games won't be available at launch, but we are exploring the possibilities with our partners. That's weird. Okay. So, so there's a lot of things in this point. First off, again, they're saying publishers set up that that uh, if it can be loaned or not.
2: Right. That's out of they're washing their saying, hands. They're
1: saying that's not us. However, they can set up transfer fees. Yeah. Which you know, if a publisher wants, it could be if you're lo- loaning this game to a buddy, he needs to pay the full sixty bucks. Fu,
0: Right. But will anyone do that? Because that's going to be a bad PR thing for a while.
1: Well, then, the PR, or then they can just go, no, don't loan it, and then you have to buy another one. So now we're safe, right? Like, either way, we don't, we're not, the only thing that helps us is if they say, you can loan it, I'm cool, but why would the publisher do that? The, yeah. Because all the publishers say is, no, you can't loan it, and now the person has to buy the game. Or, as they say, you can loan it, and it's a bit more convenient, but you gotta pay the full price. Hmm. Microsoft is also saying in this one, they don't get any money from that, so I guess it's it'll go right to the publisher that makes that makes sense to me, I guess, yeah,
2: it also says like the one weird thing is participating retailers, so that means like you cannot sell Xbox One's games on Kijiji, for example. You just don't have the right to do. That. Yeah, that's the only th- way yeah. to get value out of them anymore is to go to like a specific place with a sticker in the window
1: or whatever, which is kind of weird. But right, so it's going to be you know Best Buy, yeah, uh, EB Games,
2: and it like you know once again PC you can't do that anyway. But it seems weird that this is like a half step where it's like, well, people really seem upset about this, so we're going to have this weird compromised thing where you can sort of do it, but maybe
1: people won't allow it to happen or not. I don't know. The huh. the one thing I find extremely weird, loaning or renting games won't be available at launch, but we are exploring the possibilities with our partners.
2: So that seems to be like, oh, we didn't have a plan for this, and now we're looking for stuff? Or what do you mean? <laughs> kind of, yeah. That,
1: basically, because like, cause we're looking at this and saying, okay, so the solution is we, we form a game club. That's how we loan games to our friends. Yeah. But they're looking at that as, hey, you can't form a game club. It's just for 10 family members. So we're not going to call that loaning. We're going to call that, you know, being nice to your family member. Like, I'm if honestly. If you're actually like, wanting to loan to someone not in your game club, we know we'll figure that out later. Okay. Like, I know I was joking about, like, the
2: Connect verification or whatever, but, like, honestly, couldn't they just cross reference your account info and be like, that is not the same last name, that is not the same place or anything?
1: No. Well, no, because, person, my family member, I don't know, my fiancee, Nothing to do with me. Right. Or whatever, right? Like, not last name, but you're still, yeah, attached. So right, like, or I could have, you know, my cousin. Different last name. He lives, you know, across the world. He's a family member.
2: Right. Like, so they're they're not going to screen... Uh, hopefully, I don't know. I'm I'm just being paranoid again.
1: Never mind. Um, thir- oh, okay, this next point's the 30 days. All right, so last point for uh, used games. Okay, yeah. so this is about giving games to your friends. Xbox One is designed so game publishers can enable you to give your disc-based games to your friends. There are no fees charged as part of these transfers. There are two requirements. You can only give them to people who have been on your friends list for at least 30 days, and each game can only be given once. That's so weird. So, I don't know if this is only for disc-based games, or if you... That does I would say, assume it's it so, because yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm fine with saying if you downloaded the game, you can't lo- loan it, because I've already accepted that. That's a thing that download games can't do. Yeah. Right? I'm not upset that, you know, you can't play my copy of my Xbox Live Arcade game, because that's not... that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. So it has to be just disc-based. But,
2: like, you know, you lent me your copy of Tomb Raider, but in this scenario, it would be like, well, now that is permanently my copy of Tomb Raider, because it's now been used
1: once elsewhere. Right. So, so it's been
2: permanently transferred to me.
1: But they're also saying no fees charged, so it almost seems like they're splitting the idea of like trading a game in, yeah. or giving games or, to your friend. Now, I don't know if this is for giving to your friends, or loaning to your friends. And I'm assuming this would be giving, because they talked about loaning as something coming later, right? Yeah, and it just yeah.
2: says "give" in this paragraph or whatever, so, so it's just like if I'm permanently giving it to you, a then game.
1: maybe I'm already making the mental thing of like, okay, I'm not giving getting this game back because I am giving it to you. So right. if I can only do that once, I guess that makes sense. But now you can't give that game away because it is yours forever.
2: That's so yeah, that's it's kind of
1: weird. So Nathan, if I give you a crappy game, you're stuck with it. Yeah, it's just like, oh man. You just like on purpose,
0: start trolling people by giving them bad games. Yeah, like
1: so the thing
0: everyone
2: did with last generation, like Avatar: Burning Earth or whatever, wouldn't work because you'd just be like, "Well, now every second person who plays it, it's theirs, owns that's, it forever." Yeah, that's useless. Like my NBA Two K Six. It's my fr- no, nope, it's yours forever.
1: And keep in mind, in order, and so this is the other point. In order to give it to that second person, you have to be friends with them for thirty days. So if you're trying to get like gamer score, you got to be buds with like a lot of people for a month.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I mean, that won't matter for a lot of people you know quite well for like a month. But yeah, yeah, again, that I guess that's to prevent online transactions and stuff. It's just like, hey, everybody, um, I'm gonna add you to my list, and then a month from now, come by and pick up the game, and you can play it.
1: Okay, so with the fees thing, because this is a bit different... Or Craigslist, but yeah. So they're saying no fees part of this. So it seems if you give somebody, like, your month-long friend a game forever, there's no fee. However, if you're giving, like, a new guy on your friends list, or not on your friends list, a game, then they go to the publisher-specific fee? Is that how it's working?
2: Uh, I guess, oh, like, post the giving thing, like
1: because it's saying no fees charged as part of these transfers. So if you're on my friends list for a month, I can give you a game you don't have to pay. But if right. you're not on my friends list or we haven't been a friends for a month, then you have to, then it resorts over to did the publisher allow this? Did the publisher set a fee and you have to go through that now.
2: Right. Now I'm just thinking like if you like every time you do that license or whatever, like you pay the publisher the transfer fee, does
1: that reactivate your giving ability again
2: so you can now gift it one more time?
1: I would assume so, because once you're paying, I'm assuming that implies you are now p- making a purchase mm-hmm. in some way. I, I don't know. They don't mention that one. Well,
2: like On some digital services, like there's like a limit to how many different computers you can install a thing on, for example. This seems to be kind of like that, but the limit is two, and it sure. deactivates one of them. <laughs> so, so basically
1: what you're going to have is you're going to have your game club of ten people. Yeah. Then you're going to have your whatever number of, like, super month-long friends, which, you know, they can still borrow your games, but, like, then, then they're stuck with that game. So they have less functionality. And then there's just everyone else who, if they want games from you, they have to buy them.
2: I guess one of the, like, just kind of a larger background problem to all of this is, like, the treating the games like a commodity. Like, there's no personality. Like, you know, like, it's like, hey, man, this movie's really great. You should watch it. Like, they're not treating it like that. It's like, you are now done with this new game forever, because yeah, play like, it again? Yeah, it's more like, hey man,
1: this movie's really great. Can you s- fill out this form, and then I'll loan it to you?
2: Yeah, and then it's yours, because I can never watch it again. Like, yeah, it's just don't weird. give it
1: back to me. It, even though it's my favorite movie, but, you know, I'm just, I'm saying bye to it. Here <laughs> you go!
2: Like, it's treating them like one-time things. Like, like trivial entertainment, you know? Like, it's like, you consume it one time, and then it's that's it. You would never replay this five years from now. Why would you do that? I don't understand. There's I think new it's just them trying game.
0: to make people buy more copies of the
2: games. Yeah. Which is its own, like, genuine problem with the game industry. Like, three million people can play one million copies of a game, and then it doesn't sell as well as it should have, or whatever. What I'm really but...
1: curious... And I'm I'm sure this is going to make me curious for, like, the entire generation, is you trade a game in, right? EB Games marks it down to $5 off the price. Yeah. But wouldn't, once you buy that from EB Games, so they're getting all that profit, you buy that used game, now because you're not on who the seller's, you know, 30-day friends list, because how could you be? then you're paying, you know, Ubisoft or whatever, like sixty bucks for that game. So you're spending like a hundred and twenty bucks to play this used game.
2: If they if someone decides to make their transfer fee that high, then yes, okay, it regardless, would totally they invalidate make it, it.
1: They make it six dollars. Now you are paying more for the used game than if you just bought the new one. Right.
2: Which is definitely that is the publisher's... So,
1: so GameStop obviously would look at that and go, "Oh, well, we can't do that. So, we can't. We have to make it the games the use games cheaper than five bucks." Are they going to be like changing it based on like Are they actually going to look up? Wow, I can see this game. You know, the resale value is half of it. So, we'll make this. You know, fifty five percent cheaper. Oh, this game's you know ten percent. So, we'll make ours fifteen percent. Like I can't Still have see to. Them it's doing the only that. way around it. I can Yeah, but I can't see them doing that cuz when online passes came out, they didn't go, "Oh, well, if this game is going to need another 10 bucks for the kid to play online, we better add another 10." No, they said, "Instead of 5 bucks off, let's make it 3 bucks off."
0: Okay, <laughs> well, think about this though. Yeah, now, think about we have a a game like all the games on the system have this requirement. Like say like they charge 55 instead of the 60 price for new.
1: And everyone game has Soft the does? same problem. Or are you saying like that's the publisher's fee?
0: No, let's say that that's what GameStop's charging, yeah, like 55 used for a $60 new game. Okay. And then, because of the the rule, they have to pay like this fee that the publisher specifies is also $60, the price of the new game. No one yep. is going to do that. Right. And GameStop will eventually get in so much trouble, they will be either a class action lawsuit, or they would, will be like... I would them- hope
1: so, because I'm just saying, like, the last time that publishers put a fee onto used games, GameStop literally did the opposite of what they should have and they're, and it is still down the street for me. I don't know how it's not on fire.
2: Right. Well, like, they definitely seem to be kind of strong-arming everybody that they could in that situation, right? Like, it's just like, well, now we're going to try to make it, like, they successfully kind of made the publishers look bad for doing that, right? Like, it's just like, Man, why would you charge, like, people ten extra dollars for that? That's on you, EA, or whatever. Like, right, EA I guess, has yeah, all this you know, negative... But,
1: but he comes home with his used copy of Madden, and now he sees this online pass. He's not mad at GameStop. Well, you know, he might be. He he should he be, but I don't know if he is. Like, that's the thing, because it's just like, oh, man, why would
2: EA screw me over like that? seems to be the thing that happens. Like, I want to play my Mass Effect, but now I can't do the Cerebris. But you know network.
1: what? But, you know, I... Part of me thinks almost not that they would be mad at the store. Because if you're looking at like a mom with their kid, the mom's not going to know, oh, the company Ubisoft did that? No, she's going to know the last person I talked to, it was that kid down at Walmart. It's and his he told fault. me this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. told me that this game would be great for my son. But no, it's got an extra fee. This is that kid's fault. This is Walmart's fault or whatever. You know what I mean? You're right. Which, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's what I'm saying. This is going to make me curious for a long time. If like how they're gonna do it, I guess maybe that is a good move because we're saying it's basically gonna make GameStop have to do something because well, they're gonna be looking bad here.
2: They're the ones that need to have some pressure put on them because they're the kind of the biggest and the, game all and the town publisher has to do is say you know? you're
1: right. If you buy that used game, it's gonna be like a hundred and fifteen dollars, or you just download it for sixty and you avoid that, and you right. don't have to go to GameStop. You don't even have to leave your couch. I, I guess,
2: yeah, it, it is kind of, like, there was kind of a weird, tense period where Steam was kind of at odds with GameStop, right? Because they were packaging Steam in their games, and then people, like, GameStop would be like, no, you can't sell this here for that. But then Valve was just kind of like, no, man, whatever, I guess you just won't carry it. Like, they eventually got big enough to where they could kind of put the pressure back and turn it around. Like... I don't know if that's that's not going to be the case for at least quite a while. Well, I mean, don't
0: forget that Steam eventually just started selling Steam cards at GameStop.
2: Yeah, so there's like a compromise there. So, yeah, there's going to be compromises all over the place. Like, do, do people actually go out to a physical place to buy a card? Does that well? Happen? It's
1: like think of it more like a gift certificate, and yeah, people would do that, right? I guess. And, okay. Th- and it, like you know, there's points cards. People definitely purchase those. So. Of course they're going to be buying, you know, money cards for the Xbox 1 and I guess it DS just one. seems
2: like it's more apparent than ever how thir- like GameStop is just a middleman. Like now they're becoming a less and less necessary middleman. For sure. Like, but, yeah.
1: But it, and, cr- but keep in mind, right? Kids don't have credit cards. Yeah. Some parents might not be okay putting their credit card on the kids account because how many stories have we heard from like Yeah, my kid was using my iPhone, and he bought, like, a hundred in-app purchases. Now I have this huge bill. Right. So.
2: So, Now it's like, yeah, if you want to go to your friend's birthday. So in order to just
1: avoid that from my kid not knowing how his system works, and he just wanted to buy the new guns, I just gave him the points card, and, you know, he spent his money. Happy birthday, son. Mm
3: Mm-hmm. It'll yeah, be weird. It I'm
1: works. super interested. This is just confused. It From what it seems, though, Like, if you just want to avoid all confusion, um, download your games new, because uh, well, you can't download them used, and yeah. don't loan games. I guess, yeah. Like,
2: One hopes Microsoft makes good on their end and has good promotions and deals and discounts and yeah, games and you know what? If decline they don't, in value. Guess
1: what? Steam does, and they have a ton of them.
2: Like, right. A shit ton of them. So there's other options available
0: in the world of gaming, but so really, it's Microsoft's game to lose, is what you're all saying. Yeah, yeah.
1: exactly. And and so they and hopefully they know that, and then they're going to attack it properly. One can hope. Like, that, right? well, I mean, like reason. Sony's not, been
0: doing a decent job with that PlayStation Plus idea. Exactly. That. And yeah. so
1: if they're not going to adapt to you know work with Steam, because Steam you know is a beast right now, mm-hmm. then. My Xbox One will become, like, my PS3 just for exclusives, and I'll hardly touch it. And, like, whatever, right? I can plug my computer into my TV, and I get the same experience, so I'm... It doesn't hurt me. Yeah. Right? I'm going where the games are cheap and where it's easy, and whoever's giving me that, they win. Like, that is not an issue for me. That's an issue for whoever I'm not playing with. Mm Mm-hmm. So, all right, let's go with the last few points. This is for connect privacy stuff now, because, as mentioned, Nathan, you were mentioning. Uh, I was kind of joking
2: about it, but there, it, there are some people pretty concerned about the fact that be it is always, always on, or it has yeah, to like be there pl- is, plugged in for it to work. There's always a camera in your house, just there in your entertainment area, which is kind of strange. But okay, what, what okay, is, what is so the stuff so first point, they this, is, this is about
1: how you're in control of what Kinect can see in here. All right, so by design, you will determine how responsive and personalized your Xbox One is to you and your family during setup. This system will navigate you through key pri- privacy options like automatic or manual sign-in, uh, privacy settings, and clear notifications about how data is used. When Xbox One is on and you're simply having a conversation in your littering room, your conversation is not being recorded or uploaded. So okay. I guess they're saying it's on, but it's not always recording and sending stuff through the net. So that's good, I guess. Okay, yeah. No one... I guess... Like, no. are any of you wanting to always be recorded? No. Yeah. Right. All right. Um... So this is about you are in control when the connect is sensing is when connect sensing is on, off or paused. If you don't want the connect sensor on while playing games or enjoying your entertainment, you can pause connect. To turn off your Xbox One, just say Xbox off. When the system is off, it's only listening for the single voice command Xbox on. And you can even turn that feature off too. Some apps and games may require connect functionality to operate, so you'll need to turn it back on for the, these experiences. I think that sounds perfect.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Right.
1: If I want my Xbox connect working, I want it to only know when I want it to be turned on. Right. So my Xbox on is the only thing it should be looking for.
0: I mean, the
2: Xbox off problem of people trolling you or like you watching a recording that has that voice sample in it. Could happen and has with that press conference. Like, I think sure, it's hilarious. Yeah, that was a great story coming out of that. Because I guess the current Connect can do this too. You can turn off your Connect by telling it to, and turn off your system. And yeah, like as while watching the conference, that was happening to a bunch of people who are watching it through their Xboxes. Which yeah, like so. Other than that, yeah, there's no real. I don't see any problems there. But people can be jerks and run in and turn off a game when you're deep in a dungeon or something. And that would suck. Okay.
1: And this last part is about, um, the, the, how much like data it actually collects. So you can play games, you can play games or enjoy applications that use data such as videos, photos, facial expressions, heart rate, and more. But this data will not leave your Xbox one without your explicit permission. Here are a few examples of potential future scenarios. A fitness game could measure your heart rate data to provide you with improved feedback on your workout, allow you to track your progress, or even measure calories burned. A card game could allow you to bluff your virtual opponent using your facial expressions. Okay. So it seems like... they It seems good enough you shouldn't be worried about this connect.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm I, not one to be super paranoid about, like, oh, is my webcam watching me or whatever anyway, so... There is certainly a set of people that that is a concern for them, but I don't know. Sure. That's, well, that's my well,
1: I totally understand what them saying. You know, this camera is always watching and listening. That could yeah. be scary. Like, and,
2: you know, to me, like the, the weird stuff I've been hearing is more like the Big Brother advertising type stuff where it's just like you are watching Netflix and, or, or, or like say you're watching Hulu and then there's a commercial. There's talk and patents and whatnot. I think this is a Sony thing where you have to like, verbally address the ad to
1: right. skip it. Like, you have to shout McDonald's for it to go, or you need to put the pickle in the sandwich for it yeah, to go. Yeah,
2: or, or play some weird motion game, or, like, wave your hand, or, or some weird stuff. And it's just, like, that stuff's kind of weird and gross, like, future advertising choking out everything, but it's, I don't know, that that's kind of also not necessary. Like, we haven't seen that in action yet. That's like worst-case scenario. Another
1: thing I've heard people kind of worry about is stuff where, let's say you download a movie, and people, and them starting to implement ideas of like, well, if you're downloading this movie, we will allow four people to watch it.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. But if the
1: Kinect sees five people, you need to pay an extra fee for that fifth person. Oh, that'd be, yeah. That's
2: like, there are now officially too many people here for this to count as like a non-commercial thing
1: or whatever. Right? Because then it gets into issues of like, you know, you can't stream a movie on the internet because we want those people to watch the movie. Okay, well then I'll just have like 80 people at my house watching the movie, and, and now they're going to go, no you're not, you're going to have four, and then you're going to pay for the other 76. That's, that's,
2: yeah, they could in theory do that. The other thing I'm thinking is just like, how many times when playing a game, is there just like a giant terms of service thing, you just scroll to the bottom and click agree? Like, what if they hide the data being shared in that, you know? Like, it's just like... Oh, sure, sure. It's like, hey, do you want to play some Battlefield 4? Yeah, sure. Oh, do you want to read this, like, 97 pages of legalese? No? Agree. By the way, it's checking your heart rate to see how into this game you are, like, checking your eyes. addressing you with its eyes. Like, yeah, it's just like, what are you looking at? What do you think is interesting? Like, it's kind of getting all this market research from you, because it could, and you don't care. Like, you know, I've agreed to tons of things without reading it, because that's just the way things work now, but... Like, in theory, someone could do that. Like, it's like, you know, it says without your explicit permission, but I give my permission without reading
1: all the time. Right, they just gotta make that document long enough, and I'll say yes to it.
2: Yeah, like, unless the internet's, you know, it's like, every time when you get a new game, it's just like, alright, I'm gonna search and make sure, like, check if someone on the internet is doing the work for me and has found, like, paragraph 47 is weird, you guys! But even if it is, what do I do then? Like, not play Elder Scrolls That'll 5? That'll
1: be the thing. Then, yeah, all the public say is, six, Okay, well, whatever. You just gave us 60 bucks, and you're not going to play your game? Pfft, wh- I don't care.
2: Like, Great. This, One like, less that's person kind of, not
1: bugging my server.
2: That has actually been a point Vinny Caravella has brought up a few times. Is like, what if you uh, disagree with the ser- terms of service? Can you return something because of that? Like, can you go back to Best Buy and be just like, Um, yeah, I, I read through the service terms. I actually don't agree, so full refund, please. Like, does that work?
1: I don't I have know. no idea. And that'll be even harder if it's a download thing. And you know what? I bet it'll be hard enough that I won't want to go through that process. Yeah. So, so, they win.
2: That That's a potential tripping thing. But, okay. Generally, but, though... Again,
1: you just look at this. If the Xbox One is making me uncomfortable, I will unplug it and go to my PC. <laughs> that's true. Or I will true. unplug it and plug my PS4 in.
3: Yeah. So,
1: so like, don't make me uncomfortable... And I'll want to hang out with you. Right? Okay,
2: actually, here I have a question that just seems to be like, you know, no one, obviously Microsoft wouldn't want to acknowledge that someone could be so dissatisfied with their Xbox One that they don't
1: want it anymore.
2: Can you trade in a system?
0: Oh, I yeah,
1: have
2: they no haven't idea. really talked about that at all. Like, could you just be like. I'm assuming
1: you can wipe the system. So, yeah.
2: I would hope so, but, you know, like. With a PC, you could wipe your stuff and then get rid of it. You could sell it. You could give it to a friend. But, you know, your Steam account and everything is still yours. So, like, I guess your live account would still be yours, but you can remove it. Right. Like, it's not
1: going to be an issue. Because they're already saying you can go to other people's houses and play your games and stuff. So everything is account-based. It's not going to be, like, Nintendo where it's hardware-based. Right. So you should be able to just get rid of the console and everything's still up in the cloud. Or, you know, on your account, at least.
2: Yeah, okay. So it seems like with the things you you could intuit that you could probably give away a Xbox One. Yeah,
1: but keep in mind, worst-case scenario is everything Nintendo's doing, and you own a Wii U. I do. So, so you're fine with the worst-case scenario already.
2: I know. Like, that Wii U owns the cave forever. I don't. Really. Like, exactly. It's on and there. I traded
1: in a DS before, and I don't have any of those games that I downloaded. Yeah.
2: N- yes. N- Nintendo is out to launch in their own weird
1: way on all of this stuff, so... Yep. Okay. Uh, Is that kind of it for the, the Xbox breakdown? The, yeah, that, that was it. That was a buttload of news. Right. But important news.
2: Yeah. I mean, weird, like, you know, looking to the future possibilities and whatnot. You know
1: what? You know what? We never mentioned, like, the good thing that those, like, points could bring up. What if the Kinect's watching me all the time and, like... Maybe you're about to have a kid, and that you see the like the wife's water breaks. Connect sees that, calls you or nine one one. Like, thank I, you, Connect, for always being on.
0: I, I highly doubt they're going to program something like that in. Thanks, well, big brother. Saying,
2: like, oh, like, like or are you saying it's monitoring heart rate and stuff? It's just like, uh, bro, that's cardiac arrest. We already called nine one one for you. Go outside. Yeah. There's an ambulance.
1: And like, we oh, can shit. see you are clutching your arm. You are on the floor. That's a heart attack. Yeah, and thanks, then they're Connect. gonna and they're gonna be like, if you want us to phone nine one one, please shout McDonald's.
2: <laughs> I'd love to, yeah, to be like a PSA, where it's just like people are like, thanks, Connect,
1: you saved my life, and it's just like personal
2: <laughs> stories.
1: Or like, I'm 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 off at work, my house lights on fire, and the Connect's like, whoa, I better like send you a push notification on your phone. Yeah.
2: <laughs> cool. Yeah. In theory, those are.
0: I, I highly doubt this will happen. That'd be awesome think about that. But, yeah.
2: Okay. Xbox One. It's it's coming, and there you go. There's some weird details on it. Uh, there's one more story here. This is the Respawn Entertainment. That's the former Infinity Ward people, right?
1: Right. And this, once again, NeoGAF. Um, so, th- their new game was leaked uh, th- for a really weird way. So, the new game is called Titanfall. Okay. And the way it was, re- was leaked was, so digital magazines... Are, if you are subscribed to a digital magazine, it'll just auto-download for you. When the thing when the people at the magazine say, go, your iPad will have that magazine all if you have automatic downloads set up. Okay. So, randomly, one user checks his iPad, sees, hey, new magazine, great, opens it up, talks all about Titanfall. Well, that wasn't supposed to get pushed until next week during E3. Amazing. Okay. So, someone at the magazine pushed that a week early, because... We had heard, you know, Titanfall is going to be at the E3 conference, being shown at E3 and stuff. So they were probably, you know, waiting for E3 to push that magazine. Mm -hmm. Anyway, what we know is it's exclusive to the 360 and Xbox One. Uh, PC will be coming later, and it should be out next spring from what the magazine article said.
2: Is this, like, in the Giant Bomb story, is this actually a screenshot from it? Um... Because it says soap in it. Like, this just looks like Modern Warfare to me, and I'm not trying to be that's, cynical. That's Modern Warfare. That is Modern okay. Warfare
0: 1, definitely. Oh,
2: okay, so that is literally just, this is their previous work.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, now, yeah. I saw a picture of the cover, and it looks interesting.
1: Wasn't it something about Mars? Are we talking about the same screenshot? or same Titanfall? Uh, well, the
0: screenshot I see is where, like, there's a, a female soldier shooting a giant robot in the head. Okay.
1: okay. I saw, like, a big tank-like looking thing. So that's at least a Mars. bit different.
0: Sci-fi. So it looks like a futuristic game either way. Okay, and that's out next spring,
2: and it's also coming to the PC. So,
1: cool. Leaks. Uh,
2: yeah.
1: Questions? Let's go into some questions
0: yeah. Uh One last thing to mention. Uh oh, I just yeah. Just got an ask today. Loco Cycle Twisted Pixels new game. Yeah. Uh, launch title for Xbox One.
1: Oh, oh, you're right. I did see that today. It's a, yeah, Xbox One. That's apparently, interesting.
0: Apparently, it's still getting a 360 version as well. But yeah, it's going to be a launch shell for Xbox One. Okay, and that's cool. To... And
1: when I heard that art, that when I read that headline, I was like, oh yeah, they are making a game called Loco Cycle, aren't they?
0: Yep, and it's that based on Torque. Exists.
2: Well, it's not based on Torque, but it's inspired by Torque. I just like I yeah. had just
1: kind of forgotten about that game and that yep. company a bit.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it's been radio silent since like PAX, so. But they what had that motorcycle there. Oh man. yeah, you didn't yeah. even
2: go to you didn't go to the the their their thing at PAX. Like I was so busy, panel. I didn't see it. Yeah, right. Yeah, they had like a donut eating contest, and Robert Patrick was was on the
0: video talking about
2: being a voice and all this stuff. So yeah, motorcycles, cyber, future, cool. weird, crazy motorcycles. But yeah, um, I guess do you, do do we uh, massive chalice looks cool, kind of. Brad Muir is doing stuff so I'm just going to bring that up, too. Kickstarter,
0: all that business. Well, we brought that up last week, though. Yeah,
2: oh. It's been
1: funded now, I guess. Yeah, it's it's crossed the line and
2: everything. So. Nathan, did you cross crossed it? the line
0: like a day, didn't it?
2: I have not funded it as of now, but okay. I may. But I don't know. It it's, sounds kind of cool, strategy, games, and stuff. It's mostly a generational thing. That sounds neat. But anyway, yes, questions. We're back to questions. Um, if you want to send us questions, topdownperspective at gmail.com. Uh, Facebook, the topdownperspective Perspective group there. Um, click like if you want. That would, that would be cool. I like seeing that number go up. It's just fun. It's like,
0: oh, yes. look at that.
2: Um, uh, also, Twitter, uh, TDP Podcast um, on Twitter there. Okay. Um, first one's by JunkieGS. Um, hey, I was able to get a PS3 with 160 gigabytes for $120. So, can all of you each recommend two
1: or three PS3 exclusive
0: games that I should get for it? Uncharted 1, 2, and 3.
1: Okay. Nathan, what are your picks? You can't pick Uncharted um, series. Oh,
0: damn it. Okay. Um,
2: I know. I took a- the easy one. Yeah, I'm gonna look over at my library here. Exclusives, hey. All right, uh, the Eco and the Shadow of the Colossus uh, collection, uh, the Journey disc with all the bonus stuff, and hmm, Mal- M- Melk, yeah, no, I don't believe that what I was about to say as strongly as I should. Um, what were we gonna say? I was gonna say Metal Gear Solid Four, but it's not very good. So, oh, it's exclusive though, but. Yeah. It's not, it's not what I wanted. Um, Flower.
0: No, that's on the thing I said. Damn it. I Apparently I shouldn't have just said the Uncharted games because I made it too hard for Nathan.
2: Yeah, okay. I'm going to go with Valkyria Chronicles. I haven't played it much, though. <laughs> it was kind of cool from what I saw. But no, I don't believe that either. Damn it. Okay, I'm going to think about my third game. Sean, what do you got?
1: Okay, I'm going to pick PlayStation Plus.
0: <laughs> that's um, that, a that's actually a valid choice. I'll that's cheaper
1: that. than a new game as well. And yeah.
0: I think now the new updated games. Now you get XCOM Enemy Unknown for free. I uh, oh, don't what? think you're correct. No, I, it's it's XCOM Enemy Unknown, Uncharted Three, and Little Big Planet Karting. Holy crap! Why are you p- p- hearing that? I've, I have. This not is from that. this is from today, I believe. That's a, oh
1: man, how, John! How are you not buying this?
0: Because I already have Uncharted Three, I already have XCOM Enemy Unknown, and I don't oh, care about Love budget so kind of Yeah,
1: but okay, dude. And I'm so I'm saying PlayStation I have to Plus. I hook up my PlayStation. Like, for I'm real. saying Nino Cooney. Yeah. Okay. And I was gonna say Shatter, but that's on Steam. I know, right? Like exclusives. It's like uh, The Last of Us. It's really fun. i played it. It's unfinished
0: Swan. Unfinished
1: Swan.
0: And I'll throw out mentions for Infamous. Infamous
1: has been on Plus before, but yes, Infamous is a, uh, is a great game.
0: Heavy Rain, if you want to have an interesting experience. That's
1: cool too, yeah. But you can't anymore, John. You used your three.
0: I'm just stating these uh, outside. Okay. Oh,
1: man. I need and a And the rest one, of my PS3
0: hey. games are covered up by Cards Against Humanity.
2: Yeah, I just have a bunch of like third-party stuff that's on everything. Um... Go Infamous. I didn't like it very much, though. Like I don't, I don't think you need to have it. I'm gonna say SingStar. It's dumb. It's fun. That
1: it's, has like, to be elsewhere, isn't it? No, it's exclusive. SingStar it's is a
2: Sony franchise. It's a Sony okay. franchise. So, and it's really cheap. In fact, if you live anywhere near me, I have SingStar Volume Two for zero dollars. Just come and get it. It's available. So there you go, selling stuff on the podcast with the mic. With the mic. It's the full box set. I got it at EV for, like, no money, because I thought I was getting a deal, but really I was just getting a thing that's taking up space. So, yeah. There you go. Right. Sing Star, Volume There you go. Two, There's awesome. a bunch of exclusives. But I
1: think? I, I, I think we can all agree, PlayStation Plus is probably your best thing.
2: It's a good way to get a lot of stuff and sample around. And if you have a Vita, even more so. So, yeah. There you go. Okay,
0: so here here's what I have uh, on this list here. Okay. As of June 11th, Uncharted 3, Jake's Deception, XCOM: Enemy Unknown, and Little Big Planet carding will be entering the instant game collection. Damn it. That's and so awesome. Little Big Planet 2, Infamous 2, and Ratchet and Clank: All for One will be leaving the list as of June 11th.
1: Okay, so get your download on. Mm-hmm. Th- that's awesome about XCOM though. I'm not. That's awesome away. about Uncharted 3. Like, oh, I mean, they're... I own it, but yeah, that. That's... Uncharted 3 is arguably their biggest game. That's on that list. No, they, it's on the PS3. Exclusive. That's, like, their biggest one. For, you know, seven more days, dude. Like, have you seen
2: the Ocean of Tens rising around that new Naughty oh, Dog like game? Like, Last
1: of Us? For sure. Yeah.
2: Like, I'm I don't even know, saying. like, how intrigued... I'm intrigued, though. I'll admit. I'm getting it.
0: Yeah, yeah I'll be picking it up, too. I just gotta to with, wait a week. So I'm out what's with country. Troy Baker? He's in, like, both
2: of the biggest high-profile critical acclaimed games this year. He's Booker DeWitt and Joel in that game. Like, it's just like... Nolan North later, get out of here. We got a new guy. Crazy. Okay. Alright, next question. Also, since a lot of kids have gotten out of college university recently, how was each of your experiences at university?
0: I liked I... it. Except for that time I had a stressful breakdown. Um
1: I, Real I good know. real easy. <laughs>
2: are are you at University of Lethbridge? Right? Yep. Yeah. Your school was underwater, dude. I, was...
1: yeah, I heard something about that, but only yeah. really, like because someone was complaining about a computer. I didn't really look into it that much.
2: Okay, I've seen a bunch of photos. It was just like the whole library was like flooded. It was like oh, Bioshock. Yeah, it was like Bioshock type scenery coming out of your school. Like just like water running down stairs and hallways and stuff. It was just like, damn. that That's not good. Apparently the books were safe because of a weird safety thing in the floor. But anyway, um, generally my yeah, I enjoyed university. It I probably enjoyed it too much and dragged out that experience too long, but I'm finally done, so that that's cool. I'm going to say maybe it's better going to a class than taking an online course because then it's all in your hands and you can take as long as you want, and that was like nine months for me <laughs> that one time. So, yeah, but no, school's fun. Uh, maybe join some clubs. That was a important thing
1: I started doing yeah. later. Try to
0: make sure you make friends. I joined yeah.
1: no clubs. You
0: made friends, though, right?
1: Right. Not a ton. I don't like most of those people.
0: That's too bad. You're making this hard, Sean.
1: Well, there's different ways to go to the university. Go to the gym a lot. You have to pay for that membership, so use it. Like, it's just part... It's wrapped in there, so... At least for me, yeah. I have to pay for a gym membership. It was the same for USC.
0: It was the same for USC. I know.
2: I was, I guess, paying gym fees, and... naw son. Never went. ever. I didn't realize until it was too late. Yeah. Um... So yeah, take full advantage of your tuition and uh, make some friends. There you go. Uh, university's fun. Um, Allison. Uh, my teddy, my teddy's all better. Was this last week? Yep.
1: Was it oh yeah. I guess you didn't listen to last week's. I haven't yet. No. I, so I, I, this, I will. This but, listener yeah. went to New York. She had like a a teddy bear or something, and some girls like ripped it apart. Jeez.
0: Okay. This is really? Still, what the fuck.
2: Um, people say I'm weird for still having a teddy at my age. I just can't sleep well without it. Am I weird?
0: No, if you get used to something, you kind of can stick around. You don't necessarily grow out of things.
2: Yeah, it's like Linus in uh, Charlie Brown.
0: He's a great character. So, that's fine. Um...
2: That's unfortunate, though, that it got torn up. In fact, there's a terrible movie about owning a teddy bear well past the point you're supposed to, but let's just not talk
0: about it. Isn't you it? mean
2: Ted? Yeah. There's a better
1: movie that has a robot teddy bear called AI. Yeah, uh, but you might. know what? Ted's getting the sequel, so who's the winner?
0: <sighs> the American public. Yeah. And Double clearly, you're wrong, Nathan. So of, I, I did go see it, but
1: oh well.
2: Um, okay, I'm getting at the end of my high school and have to fill out tons of college apps how was your experience with getting to college? Wow, just college on the brains of our listeners.
1: Well, it's end of school time.
2: You're right. It, I mean, I was at a high school grad with uh, Brittany and such, so there, you know, it's happening. People are thinking about it. Um, there was cake and pie. But okay. Getting uh,
1: to college, university for me was real easy.
2: Yeah. I, I guess I, I did go to a different school and then transfer into my current one but I think that was more just because people I knew were going to the college I applied to, so I wanted to do that. I, I probably did all of that wrong.
0: Like, I talked it was not very hard. Yeah. I talked to my guidance counselor, told him what I wanted to do for schooling, and he gave me a list of schools to go to. You know, that's probably a good idea. And did you to, get in
1: where you wanted to go?
0: Uh, there were two schools I had as options. One was the one I ended up going to. One was uh, one in another area, but it was a lot more expensive, so... Okay. I, in the long run, I guess I made the smarter decision, but I probably would have liked to have checked out the other one as well.
2: I guess, yeah, talking to a guidance counselor can't hurt. Like, I have i didn't take advantage of those services that often, but... I went to the guidance
1: counselor a ton for school stuff like this.
2: Yeah, that, that probably would have saved me a few red tape issues over the course of my... I mean, own. it is his
0: job, so...
2: Yeah. Um, And yeah, they're they're not judgmental about it or anything. They're just like, who are you? I never knew you existed before. Oh, okay, cool. I can help you with that situation. Like, it's not like they're you know, trying to run your life or anything. Um, They're, yeah, just there to help. Okay, next question's from Joey. Uh, Hey John, a few episodes ago you mentioned your dislike of Grand Theft Auto 4. What in particular do you not like about it? Um, He personally loved Roaming Around Liberty City and Nico's character is one of his favorites.
0: My problem isn't necessarily with Grand Theft Auto 4, it's with I'm not a big fan of open world games. Okay. There's just something about them that just does not grab me the same way other games do. So that's the, I guess, the closest thing to dislike of Grand Theft Auto 4 I have.
2: So is it like between solving one objective and getting the next thing, you just kind of lose interest, or
0: kind of, yeah. I don't know. Like it, I think what I locked it down to in the past was like too much to do in a game. Okay. When so you give me too many paralysis. choices, I, I lose focus and just kind of start fucking around. So like Skyrim and stuff would just not appeal to you at all. No, that yeah, Cause, and like and he he says like
2: um exploring Liberty City and whatnot like that just nah, eh, like that that's probably the one I end up doing and then when get it bored. Comes to open
1: world games I usually just is story mission after story mission until the game's done.
2: Right, I mean I guess the one exception I can think of in your case is like the way Grand Theft, or not Grand Theft Auto Burnout Paradise was constructed it just kept you
1: doing things. That over- and the thing I was gonna also say is like Crackdown. Unless that world, I for whatever reason, I just have a ton of fun in it. Yeah. Whereas, I guess I do like. I guess in Grand Theft Auto, I don't care about driving a car and blowing stuff up all the time. I prefer to be like a super soldier jumping over buildings or this car doing weird flips and stuff.
2: So when like Saints Row the Third lets you open up a lot, did you get into that stuff or did you just beat the story and stop? I just did the story. Okay, so even then, it didn't cut loose
1: enough. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Maybe maybe it's just a case by case basis for me.
2: Okay. Um. Yeah, I tend to like like open world games and such. I don't, I don't know. But okay. Uh. What What are you hoping for in GTA V? Are you at all interested in that, or are you assuming it'll be more of what you don't like?
0: I assume it's going to be more of the same. So. Okay. Hmm. So yeah,
2: did you play San Andreas? Like that one kind of had more. no nope. Goofy stuff. Okay. So I just, played Vice this...
0: City halfway through and never finished it. Okay. So just the structure. So this isn't even limited to GTA 4. This is no, just... like, I, I I don't know if I'll ever play Red Dead Redemption, although I'd like to. Yeah. Because it seems the story will grab me better on that one. Just the subject matter? Westerns? Yeah. Okay. All right.
2: Um. Okay, this is a pretty general question. Uh, this is from Steven. What is your favorite movie? What is your favorite video game? And what is your favorite song? I'm just going to maybe narrow that to recent for all of those, but yeah. I, I don't know. Because if there's like new top contenders, yeah. What's, okay. what's your favorite? Movie? Yeah, let's go
1: recent. Favorite game recently was nine nine nine. Okay, but then then we're almost getting to not super recent, or else games of the week is useless. Well, yeah, sure. Okay. Oh, well, I'm just I'm like okay. What did I play this year? I don't know. I really like nine nine nine. Sorry, spoiler. That's my game of the week. That's um, all right. That's. Fine. I really
0: like the new fire emblem. That was really good too, but. Um, what about uh, song? Uh, I do like the new Daft Punk single, Get Lucky. Yeah. I, okay. I
1: don't that album is not for me. I
0: really I like I've grown more and more into just really like Yeah, it. it took me a, like it took a couple listens to get fully into it, but now I, I'm down with the majority of the album. There's still one or two tracks I will skip, but the majority of the album I will now listen to. Yeah, like I guess yeah,
2: Daft Punk track of the week is Instant Crush for me. I think it's like number 5. It's, it's pretty
1: cool. I like that All
0: one. Right, I need to look at which song you think crushes now. Favorite
1: recent movie, movie is Furious Six. Okay,
2: which is its real
1: title. Yep. Don't
2: don't be confused by those posters. They don't know what they're talking and about. Favorite
1: song? I forgot the name of it was. Is but it's that one from Kickass when Hit Girl is the strobe light?
2: Yeah, um, the, it was. It's in, in the a lot Sunshine lot of stuff. Score.
1: Yes. Yeah. That's that's an easy because that's just that's my favorite song. I actually yeah I don't remember what it's called either. But okay um Adagio <laughs> favorite... and D meyer That's what it's called. Favorite
2: movie? I mean, I was just watching Magnolia before we started recording, and I do really like that movie. I'm also going to give a shout-out to Cloud Atlas for evoking similar feelings and thoughts about it, because I, I like that movie, too. Um, And also, from like this year, Spring Breakers, y'all. It's a good movie. I liked it. Yeah, it was okay. Um, video game? Uh, I'm just going to say Majora's Mask, but that might not be true. It's true this week, I guess. And yeah, Song Instant Crush by Daft Punk. It's really yeah, good.
0: I don't know. Out of out of movies I've seen this year, probably Iron Man three because I haven't seen very many movies this year. It, it's fun, yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, and did you and did you say song already? Like a yeah, song. I, I guess I'll probably give it to either Get Lucky or Anamanaguchi's Endless Fantasy. They're the ones that are Endless stuck Fantasy in head is right now. so good. Yeah, is that that, that's opening that's track, a great song.
2: That's okay. It. Um. Alright, Th- thanks for sending us questions. Uh, if, if you'd like, uh, I already mentioned Facebook, but yeah, you can click like on there. Uh, follow the Twitter account. Uh, more people have been doing that, so that's cool. It's an easy way to kind of let let everybody know what we're doing. Um, and if you like the show, want to suggest some stuff, whatever, uh, you can review us on iTunes. That helps out a lot. Um, that'd be sweet. Uh, Games of the Week. What, what, do we, what do we have this week? I guess we already have a look into Sean's uh, 999. Yep. I'm going to say Turtles in Time. Turtles in Time. I guess I can't really say 42 in one, because it's like, there's a bunch of games. It's like Galaga's...
1: 42. How many are there?
2: 42. There's oh, okay. 42 games on there. But in one game. In one... Yeah, in one cart. It's pretty awesome. Um, I'm probably gonna... <sighs> Super Mario Bros. 3 is classic. But 3D Land is cool. But I'm probably gonna keep playing 3D Land, whereas Mario Bros. 3 was like a revisiting that game. So I'm gonna give it to Super Mario Bros. 3 this week. Um, Alright. Yeah, Overlooked... Game, you should check it out. It's really, it's pretty cool. I'm assuming that's available on Wii Shops and
0: whatever. But yeah.
2: Um. Anyway, thanks for joining us. Uh. Next week, I guess, is going to be Sean and I talking about E3. Uh. John is still going to be busy, but uh, I, I'll
0: maybe I'll send you an email, and that might be the best thing. Unless John to wants off. to Skype in. I won't have my headset on me, so I'll have to just oh. use my computer's laptop. Well, then okay. just bring your headset. I don't want to pack my headset on this trip. I don't need it. Yeah, like okay, I don't think I'm well, bringing my Or yeah, you can freeze,
1: send in a whole thing of your of your uh thoughts and we'll read it on the air.
0: Yeah, yeah. maybe we'll do that. If you if you'd like.
2: But anyway, um, catch that next week. Uh thanks for joining us yeah. and uh bye. See ya.